The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at ya. Top of the morning. Happy Friday, y'all. Big bag swag bogey dyslexic. Let's get it. All right. Shout out to the crew. Who's up with us in here? Don't forget, guys, something cool that you could do now. We added some new software where you can leave us a voicemail. We'll uh, play it out on the show, respond to it, whether it's a question, whether it's shit talking about the week coming up, whatever. It doesn't matter. Leave a voicemail. Go to hustlerpod.com and then look in the bottom right corner. You'll see that little microphone. You click on it. You record the voicemail. You hit send. And you put in your name and email, and then boom, we get it, and we can play it out on the show. Shout out to the crew. Yep. All right. Let's see who's up in here. Derek up in here. What up? What up? What's up, Derek? (laughs) Crispy said, let's trade. (laughs) Crispy, you're not going to have anything left to trade. (laughs) Uh, Right now, I did it to myself. I don't even Damn, I should have just looked at my own team. Man, you know what's crazy is uh, now um, that now that we got like the offense only dynasty leagues, and yeah. uh, we're halfway we're halfway through. I can uh, I can give some honest opinions on the pros and cons of both. You know, you know real- you're in it. You know you're in it or out of it when it's offense only. Like you know early. Yeah, and that's that's the one thing that kind of sucks is like okay. We have what fifty something like roster spots plus ten IR plus like seven taxis or ten taxis. Whatever. We can still find people on the waiver wire on a week to week basis. They may be um, defensive players, but I feel like because people have the opportunity to pick up some of these random defensive players, you know, who may turn into stars, they drop offensive players sometimes. You know, that happens. So we do get random offensive guys, you know, who are making it on the waiver wire. It's not like it's amazing people, but like that offense only dynasty league, like there is never anybody on the waivers, like ever. I mean, the only way you could, you could uh, defuse that is not making it crazy deep benches. That's like the only way. And that's yeah, and even then, that's super whack. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's a dynasty. You know what you don't want in the dynasty offense only is the guy in that league does not trade. Well, like, yeah. Well, because for his detriment, if he's whack, he's never going to win. Well, it's going to be, I mean? yeah. That, I mean, it would be that person just eventually quitting, right? Because they could never. Yeah, and quitting. Of, exactly. You know what I mean? And that's half the, I, listen, losing sucks in Dynasty, but half the fun is rebuilding that team back into a fucking contender. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's really what we're in it for, partly, right? I mean. It's just different styles of fantasy, and that's one of those ones. Like you're in it for the long haul dynasty. You, you know, you you gotta get top heavy. If if, if not, you know what I mean. And I mean, uh, somehow- I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's gonna be easier. Like it's not. I'm not saying it's gonna be easy to win because it's always hard <coughs> when you're going up against twelve savages. <coughs> but it is way easier to win with offense only. It's way easier to win. There's just 
there's less uh, the when there's less players going around, less fluky shit is happening certain times. Like as far as like, I don't know. We may have a guy. Who's yeah, like a guy. Like oh, points. A guy can be like, oh, I need a DB this week. Okay, let's just randomly Jordan Whitehead. You know what I mean? He has three t- three picks. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, that comes with the territory, though, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. The uh, the overall just points. You know, we already know that they're just going to be lower on like a week to week basis. Like uh, last week I scored 221 and I feel like, I mean, that's like a, I mean, like we score 400. It's like you get into 200 and 250 shit. Silky Johnson scored almost 300. Like that's like an insane score for offense only. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those things. I I think uh, still going to provide, you know, the, uh, these leagues, but, yeah, it's all about the IDP leagues, man. All about the, <clears throat> the reason why I'm so invested in those the IDP Superflex joint dynasties is because it's the closest we could ever get to simulating being an actual GM. Yeah, we're all just pretending at the end of the day, but this is the closest. <laughs> I mean, we look at some of these real NFL teams; they're out there pretending. Yep, Raiders. <laughs> what, up? <laughs> what up, Peacock? You said. Ah. Um, Levis was able to prop up D-Hop. Henry looked good. Najee scored. Uh, drops in. Finally caught a TD. And the Titans lost on a bad night. There you go. You remember when I was asking you yesterday? Because it just yeah, dawned but... on me. We're getting all these Deontay Johnson questions. It just dawned on me. What in the fuck? What yeah. in the fuck did he? When did he score a touchdown last? Like, I was like, you know, for the life of me, I couldn't remember. And, yeah, it was 2021. Yeah. Long time. Fucking two seasons ago. It's ridiculous. There've been so many times he's just. Oh man, Peacock. Peacock said it wasn't a bad night, but he forgot his pen at home. Oh man. Oh, damn it. Circle back around. <laughs> I've gone all the way home on lunch. Like if I forgot it, just use my whole hour to go home and come back. Oh. Um, um, yeah, I'm. Uh, my girl's always. Did you? Did you need? Did you forget anything? So we have to turn around. Like yeah, yeah, I'm good. Every hot as fuck. Uh, or if I tell her to grab something for me. Yeah. What up, Niner? What up, Niner MMA? What up, Triple X Lex? What up, Triple X? What up, Jay? What up, Emil? Emil? Uh-oh, Steven said London in practice yesterday, so I took a chance and benched him for Warren. Cigar mode now, baby. <laughs> I guess. What did Warren if, ended if up okay finishing with off with points-wise? 14? All the Jalen Warren shoots are going to be, put up almost as much as Najee. <laughs> oh, man. And you know, me, I'm not the type who was mad I didn't play Jalen Warren. You know? Yeah. Because I'd be mad if I played Jalen Warren. He put up like seven points, six points, like what he normally does. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this, was, this is his best game of the season. Against one of the better run defenses, and they put up, you know, 150 plus on them as a team, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah, because my uh, my logic was going to be, why wouldn't we want a guy, you know, who could get like four to six like <laughs> targets and receptions? And it's funny he didn't. Even, I mean, he got three for twenty five. It was it his was rushing that, that actually put him up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had a jet sweep for like forty or something like that. That that helped a lot. Yeah, but you know what? Don't matter. <laughs> Najee still scored better. He still got the sixty nine yards for the crew. 
69, of course, we want a lot more than that. Hit pay dirt, man. He almost hit pay dirt twice. He was yeah. hella close when when Warren hit that uh, when they got him down at the one or whatever. Yeah, I was like, oh, here out. comes Najee. Here comes Najee to swoop it up. It was nice getting Deontay. And that. there was a flag on it. There was a flag on it, right? No, no. Yeah, he just didn't. Was, he just didn't get it. Yeah, he didn't get in. And then it was the drops in, and then he finally caught it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Remember last week. Kenny Pickett overthrew him. He was wide open. He was hot as fuck. Yeah. Okay. Damn it, touchdown. What up, Got Phil? It. What up, Dion? What up, Dion? What up, Dennis? What up, Dene? Big Bango 87. He said full PPR pick two. Rice, Myers, Henderson. Uh, I'm going to leave Myers on the bench in this one just because with this new, you know, just with everything that's going on right now, what if he's just not the guy? What if they actually do make Adams the guy finally for a game? I mean, they'd be utilizing their other paid receiver finally, right? <laughs> hey, the, like we, you know, we pay him too. The paid receiver. You know, he gets 30 M's a year, right? <laughs> you, know who, you know who I heard is taking over as the offensive coordinator? Who's that? Hunter Renfro. Ah, <laughs> they're just gonna move. They're just gonna move him into that role. Like he already has a look of like a high school PE gym teacher. You know, you know? Like, <laughs> he looks like him and Schmitty would coach like kids kids basketball. Here's the thing, uh, Hunter Renfro. I mean, it's a joke. He's not OC, but like he remember he was like drawing the play the plays that when it was um yeah when the last time they fired the, when they fired Gruden. Yeah, yeah, he was like literally, yeah, he was ago, literally yeah. in there with a stick and like a piece of paper and a pen on the sideline, like like this is what we're doing. You know what I mean? What up, Trent? What up, Corbin? What up, Trent? What's happening, Corbin? What up, Nick in South Sea? What, what triple Drop McBride for Pitts. I have Kincaid. Uh, I don't know. Pitts has been. I uh, like, oh, should be better with Heineke though. I I pick up Pitts just to keep him away from people. Yeah, might be able to move them. You pick them up. Could yeah, still be pick them up and move them. You know, I was talking about yeah. pits, right? Picking up Kyle Pitts, and he don't have to play yeah. him. Just pick them up and move them. Somebody might need tight end. At least you don't, you don't play him this week. Hold on to him. You know what I mean? Next. What week, about for those shitty play. leagues where you have to wait the two day grace period? You pick him up right now. Can't even fucking get him traded by Sunday. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's all good though. It's still it, it it's still. Would, would process like it still could be pending and then process when the week's over like i don't know you know this year I, first of all i've never been about that like making a trade during the thing i've seen it happen like dozens of times this year and I, i've never really been like that yeah you know well, what i mean like i made a trade while the games are going like i saw it a lot this year yeah because i feel like that could go bad you know mm-hmm. a, a lot more than it could like boom it happened to me this year i had a trade up didn't take it down we, we were on here with stevie b the trade was with him and then he's just looking at the trade. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take this trade. And I'm happy as fuck. But I'm, I'm giving him like all my like depth receivers. I'm trying to get top heavy. And then all of a sudden, my you know two of my main receivers get hurt. And then I'm just fucked. You know what I mean? I was like week three, and I haven't haven't won since. Damn it. And let's see. Nick said, "Would you trade a 14? Would you trade in a 14 team half PPR Ridley or Brees Hall?" Yep. I'd rather have Brees at this point. I think everybody kind of would. I, I I am confident that Calvin Ridley will be like a, like a good starter coming off this bye week. Because I think like for what it's worth, everybody outside of Christian Kirk has been like taking a hit because of ETN's 
rushing. You know what I mean? They're going to yeah. come out the gate. They're going to be playing against my Niners. That ball is going to be flying around. Like, I, I think Calvin Ridley is going to play. But, like, you know, it, you almost – you have to, like, play them against the matchups that, that, you know what I mean, that that people are eating on. You can't really just throw them out there all willy-nilly right now. That kind of sucks. Yep. A lot. Sal C said, have you seen Fournette? He looks huge. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, I saw it. He's fucking yoked. Be oh, yoked. So not like huge, like he's yeah. I mean, maybe maybe it he you know puts them on in the guttry area, but like yeah, he's 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 yoked, bro. There you go. All the better to protect you. Trent said, Dynasty PPR sent Saquon Javante late first for JT Jacobs and a mid second thought. <coughs> Um, uh, I don't know. Like, this is tough. This, I don't even in dynasty. I really don't like trading running backs for running backs. Like, and you gave up the first. And like, who's going to be better out of Jacobs and Javante? Who's going to be better out of JT and Saquon over like the next couple years? Like, I don't I'd know. rather have the JT Saquon side for now. No, it's not JT Saquon. It's uh, it's Saquon Javante and a first for JT Jacobs and a second. Uh, and he bought the JT side. That's what I'm assuming. If you went after players that you wanted to cheer for, you know, good job. Outside of that, I mean, I don't know. I don't like giving up the first. I think Josh Jacobs has too many, too many question marks moving forward. Like, will will the Raiders franchise tag him again? Because they probably won't give him a bag. Um, unless he does poorly the rest of the year, and they're like, "Hey, here's a bag we think you deserve," right? And, but you know, there's, I mean, isn't it? Doesn't him being an Alabama running back sound like he's just going to end up with New England somehow? Probably. I mean, but that's the thing, though. Like, doesn't even matter Alabama or not. Just any any older veteran running back <laughs> who's going to get he's, he's younger than Najee, I think, or like a month older than him. He's, yeah. he's just been in the game longer. I mean, it's the mileage. Mm-hmm. And shit, anytime you get past, I mean, anyone who's five years in the game, it doesn't even matter how uh, how old they are. They're old as hell by NFL standards. Well, running back is like running dog back. years. Yeah. Running, 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 back, running back years are like, you know what I mean? Different from receiver years for sure. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, um, so I don't even know what to say about this trade necessarily. Like, if you got the players that you want, you know, good job. Um, outside of that, I mean, it's hella even. I think he consciously knew that, like, he might have to pay a first to wiggle those names because I, I think, like, it was more even than it was. Like, I don't even think he should have put the pick, maybe, like, a second pick and second-round pick and not and not go. Yeah, and not just trade the players for the players. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because he consciously I, – I, you know you know what's funny is that it depends on how you're, you're – why, Like, why is value. JT worth more than Saquon? See, that's yeah. what I'm saying, right? Because that's why? the higher than your holder. They, yeah. The two of those parties agreed that this guy is worth more, so it's going to require a first. You know what I mean? Like, if your trade partner's convinced, if, if, if in that case, he might even his trade partner that convinced him, hey man, if you want JT, you got to come off first, bro. And like, maybe it wasn't even Saquon. that. Maybe it was Saquon and JT are kind of even, and maybe it's Jacobs is so much better than Javante. Maybe that's why it required the first. I, I don't know. And for dynasty purposes, or whatever, I mean, a youth on your running back is what you want. So, like, you know, there's there's arguments here to be made. Like, hey, Saquon and Javante, but you know, Javante, he's he's a second round guy. This is his last year. No, next year. No. 
2021, 22, 23. So next year is his last year. And that's kind of cool having a, a contract guy. Like he should like they should run him into the dirt, but who knows? It's still a is new race. Is he exceeding your expectations, falling low, or, you know, just kind of what you already mm. thought? Because I know you're fading him because of the ACL, it, coming off the ACL. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's what I thought. Like, I'd fade him, and then, like, I'd probably be like, oh, you know, that would be cool if I had a little bit of sprinkles of Brees or Javante because the second half is really what you were looking for. Like, remember J.K. Dobbins? I mean, that's my thing, though. It's like, I, I don't like drafting those guys and hoping I can get a second half out of them. That's why I end up fading those running backs coming off the ACL year one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you got to hope them like that they get back at least by the second half. Like, I mean, J.K. Dobbins had a little stretch coming off his ACL the second half of the, uh, of the 2021 season. 22, 2022 season, I mean. Mm-hmm. And Nick said, rest the season opinion on Gabe Davis. He's going to be very fluky, just like he kind of has been. He's like a wide receiver two slash three, and, you know, you play the matchups. Um. His targets have been his targets and his route running. It's all been fairly consistent. What's crazy is like his a dot went down from nine to six. Uh, that's pretty significant. I mean, from from like yeah, for damn near ten yards a clip to 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 six yards uh, average depth of target, be, and I, that equal to him getting more receptions. Like, oh, but here's what sucks though is like yeah, he's consistent. It's consistently bad except every other third game. I think consistent with the, tar- with the targets, though. I mean, but the, I'm not going to count the new. No, what, well, what I'm saying is he's consistently getting three to five targets. Like that's what it is. Yeah, like, it's not consistently yeah. good. He hasn't got like I don't think he's got over six targets in a game. Yeah, he has three times those three that I said. It's like every third oh, game okay. he gets over seven targets for whatever reason. I love it. I'll Other than that, that, it's four targets a game though. He's a low end WR two. With so that means stuff. if we're going off of this, that means these next two games is getting four targets or less. Like if it's, like if the same pattern continues is what I mean. I don't know. I'm not gonna let that pattern dictate me. It's really like Gabe Davis or who on a week to week basis, right? And I'm, a lot of times yeah. I'll play him. Like I'm playing him in this Bengals matchup. You know what I mean? Like that's for show. You know what I'm saying? Like for show. Could be a good one, but really the time when he eats is the time when uh, Gabe um, when uh, Diggs does. That's the thing. Yeah. Diggs is always eating. <laughs> Diggs was still eating. decent last week, though, too. Here, here's the thing. I have a lot of Diggs and Gabe Davis le- leagues. I play them both. Like, I'm not tripping. Because at the same time, it's like, you know, um, I mean, was, who, who's the range that Davis was going around? Jahan Dodson. This is in the draft. I know it's a long time ago, but, like, Jahan Dodson, you know, fucking, um, you know, Michael Thomas was going in that range. You know, it's like the 9-10 ADP, right? Yeah, like I mean, he's somebody that that's why people decide on him or not, because they're you know, they're not completely sold on him. To me, I'm just gonna dumb it down to who's attached to if even if five targets is a minimum for me, I'll it's not that. it's not five targets. Yeah, but but if you but if you factor in those other games where he went over seven, you know what I mean? It's gonna get closer to five on average, you know what I mean? Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Hold on, I'll be right back. I'm curious what it uh what it does come down to. Let's see. Four, seven, four, three, eight, four, five, twelve, divided by eight. Yeah, it's five a game. 
Let's see. Cheeto, what QB should I stream this week? Carr or Minshew? Both decent streamers uh, this week. I think I think I'm leaning on Carr at home. Very close though. Let's see. What up, Trent? I just smoked a bowl of the tropical cherries and uh, about to do another dab, some live resin. Ha! You're a savage. Triple X like I'm the one that dropped pits for McBride. Nobody wanted him, so I dropped his ass. <laughs> yeah, then the Heineken news dropped. I like it. Go do it then. Go do it. What up, Tomas? Shout out to Panama. M. Dave, 420 God, 6 and 2. First place, 10-man PPR. Any moves I can make to get some elite guys? QBs, Josh and Kyler, Bree Saquon. I, I mean, see, the, here's what you got to do. Like, it's not about – it doesn't even matter what's on your team. Like, literally doesn't even matter. It matters what's on the other person's team because you have to find a trade partner. And this is why I'm always reminding people – Come get on the 420 crew, join the community so we can teach you these kind of things instead of giving it to you in a little, you know, quick ass segment, you know, here on a three hour live stream. You need to find the trade partner to trade with. It's not about who you have. It's about who you can trade with. So you need to go look who is at the bottom, who is like, try who needs to make a move right now because if one or two more losses like they're going to completely lose anyways and be done and out for the playoffs like you need to go find those type of peeps is what it is because why would anybody with like an amazing record you know trade you to where it's like anything other than just like a fair trade like on both sides like you need to find someone whose team is shitty and you can give them like three of your lower players for like their best player that's what you need to try to do. And it's in hopes to save that person from completely, you know, just losing and uh, like just being being out of the playoffs like already. All right. Um, Trent said JT's younger and just got on a multi-year deal. Eh. I mean, how much younger is he than Saquon, though? Like probably the same age. Let's see. JT, 24, and he's a January birthday. Yeah, he's a year younger. Oh, no, I guess he's two years younger. Yeah, both been in the league the same amount of time, though. And uh, JT's got way more mileage from, uh, from college than... Uh, than Saquon does. Both injury riddled now as well because both do nothing but get injured. That's what I'm saying. If you got them because you wanted to, uh, you know, cheer for them, I like it. If you got some logic behind it, like, awesome. But for me, that one just, it looked hella, hella even. Probably offense only Dynasty League to where, like, could probably only make trades like that. That's another thing that I've noticed about these offense only Dynasty Leagues. Very, very hard to, um, uh, to make trades. At least that's what I'm seeing early. And Peacock said, uh, if DP misses, uh, we will see more Mike Boone. Um, then you want to. Said, so pump the brakes on Singletary's probably going to see the same workload he's already getting. Good. I'm glad I heard it from you because there's a lot of people who are like trying to go crazy on Singletary and 
I, I wasn't even talking about Mike Boone. I'm just talking about the matchup and just like, yeah, man, like Singletary, I'm not going crazy on him. Ha, speaking of dynasty trade, someone just put a player on the trade block in our offense-only dynasty league, Hawkinson. And Peacock said, if we're talking about patterns, uh, this week is a big Nico Collins game. I like it. <clears throat> Going up against uh, Carlton Davis, more than likely. But, um, yeah, let's hope it's a big game. And I'm playing him in a couple places already because of buys. Trent said someone offered me a 2024 uh, 1-1. And Garrett Wilson for JT and Amon Ram, currently the favorite to win the league. Uh, and don't have my first. What do you think? I'm loaded at uh, RB, just paid for JT. Um, I think that if your goal is to win a championship, you need to, like, make your trades, like, with that goal of winning a championship in mind. Because oh, but, but he's, he's projected to win it all, though. Well, he said he's in it's, first place. He said it. <laughs> so he, so I, it was after that other trade that he said, and then he said someone offered him a 2024. He says the 1-1. One, one, so, so that team, like, they already have the So he's like, projected to win already. And he said, uh, he said, offered him that that first and Garrett Wilson for JT and Amon Ra. No. <laughs> and that's such a horrible. Yeah, game. this guy gets got. They're, you're not going to be in first place for long making moves like that, bro. Well, he didn't do it. He said someone offered him. Yeah, I mean, no, that should yeah. just be like a real quick decline. Yeah, like, fuck no. But, I mean, if that's the logic. I, I don't mean, want Garrett Wilson that- over St. Brown. That's what I mean, but that's what's crazy though. Is like people get into these dynasty leagues and they got to play this. I got to keep getting younger game, and like Amon Ra's not old, and like Garrett Wilson's like a stud, but like he's no Amon Ra yet. Every so often, I'll find a patch where I can go and buy players. Went through a St. Brown patch uh, before the year started. And see, that's why you shouldn't have traded your first away. Because, like, even now, even just entertaining this because you don't have your first. Yeah. Put yourself in that position, too. Yeah. So don't do it, man. Don't do it. And uh, Derek said we have a Sunday morning game, Germany, um, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. That's 6.30. And he said the clocks go back Saturday night, too. Perfect. So that means we get an extra hour, right? You know, every time that happens to me, I just get loaded for an extra hour. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You won't even notice when it happens because it all gets done on your phone. You don't got to change any clock. You know, time doesn't exist when you're on the mushrooms. But then here's, here's, here's the kicker, right? Check this out. Don't tell nobody this. It still actually exists. <laughs> I'm just flying through it. What up, Lucius? It said, morning, homie. He said, trade uh, request came in to me asking for Gabe Davis and Gus Edwards for Josh Jacobs. What do you think? So you're giving away Jake uh, Davis and Gus Edwards, and you'd be getting Josh Jacobs. They've already had they haven't had their buy yet, huh? The Raiders. No, now they have the Ravens, and I'd rather like I'd see what else I could package up with Gus instead mm-hmm. of Gabe Davis. I don't know if I really want Josh Jacobs on a bad offense either. Uh, Jason. I mean, Gus Edwards ain't shit to me if you ask me personally, but like he's on a good offense that moves the ball and gets him into scoring positions. And then Gus Edwards' existence actually hurts Lamar in a lot of those instances because they're trying to run when they're down there. 
you know, yeah, who the fuck is this? So you guys see that O lineman, uh, seventeen year old senior. He's taller than any NFL player at seven feet and four hundred and forty pounds. I did not see him. Yeah, he McAfee and then we're talking about him. That almost sounds like. I mean, you got to take that kid PEDs already, bro. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, not even PEDs. Like, a PEDs can't make you grow seven feet. <laughs> like, it's just like, like how is he going to be, like, so big that it, like, it hurts him, like, as well? Like, when people are, like, you play tight end. smaller than you? <laughs> like, could you so imagine? You just play, like, like, the biggest fullback in the world. TJ Watt, who can, like. His, he can get so low that his shoulders like damn near touching oh. the ground is what it sees like. How's a dude like that? He, he better have some really insanely long ass arms to be able to like somehow like I don't know. Um, I mean, just imagine though, right? Like they they snap that ball, he just just keep everyone away. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, he can never, like, put his arms up or anything. Like, if I was a defender, I'd try to just push his arms up in the air because he'd just be hella blocking the QB's vision. How many times you see a motherfucker, the QB throws the ball, just skips right off the back of his helmet. Like, fuck, he's hella tall. See, like, that's another thing, too. Like, I mean, I know, that, I, know there's not, I know there's not that much of a difference between 6'9 and 7 feet, but Man, oh, there has to be. He probably doesn't even need to listen to nobody, but he's been bigger than everybody his whole life. Dad, like, clean your room. He's like, nah, dad. <laughs> All right, son. <laughs> Don't make me put you in timeout again, Dad. And seven foot, four hundred and forty pounds. Like he can't even kick his ass. He's like huge. I mean, what if his dad was like a giant too, though? Might have been. You know what's crazy is like when you watch like the way kids are growing up, training and eating good, and, and all the uh, supplements and, and stuff like that. Like they're bigger and stronger and faster than ever. You know what I mean? Like, if he's one of those guys, you know what I mean? And kid, they said, living night hours on your on your time off is super weird. He said, I drink beer, uh, run out to switch to coffee, and wait at the store to open. And uh, explain your trade theory again. I don't think I caught it. On uh, which, uh, which part? Are you talking about what we were – the trade with that dude? The the dude that the, we were breaking down his trade? Or what I was talking about, about um, – Offense only leagues versus IDP leagues in trades. What are you talking about? So I like Kidda though, because he switches from beer to coffee and waits to the store to open. I've been there. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's usually because listen, you don't want the, the night to end. You're like, man, what the fuck? So what the sun came up? Listen, call on the work. Like, we're, we're gonna keep this thing going. <laughs> and uh well, yeah, because normally he'd be working at those hours. Yeah. Yeah. And uh Steven, what up, dude? He said PPR. I send uh I send DJ Moore and Gus for Lamb. Would you do it? Hell yeah. Yep. Like fast. yesterday. Yeah. Fast, fast. That's what I'm talking about. Sucks that DJ Moore came and went. Oh, he said now the advice you were given. So with him, he was he traded two running backs for two running backs, and he gave up a first and got back a second. And I felt like the next trade, the next trade that he brought up, it was like he was almost just entertain. Even though his team's in first place right now, he was entertaining a trade. But that it was, was like a future trade yeah. for him. It was going to hurt him like this year. And it was the St. Brown and JT for a first and Garrett Wilson. So when it's all said and done, he'd be without. And he said the one one. So I mean, yeah, I'm not going to help you right now. And still, yeah. it's like, is it a super flex? You know what I mean? Like, it's, I'm pretty sure it's a pretty sure it's single QB. So it's like, 
you know, what are we looking at? The the, the receiver kid, fucking whatever his name is. Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, yeah, and I'd rather have St. Brown. Right? Like, if I had that one of them in the championship, like, that's why I'd rather have you, you know what he would do? He would end up making this trade. Then next year, if I was to recommend he flips that one one for like St. Brown plus. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But so hey, here, you, know, you already got him. So here, uh, dang it, where is it? One thing we knew about St. Brown is the touchdowns might it might be might be far and few because yeah. it is like that for golf. They run so much when they're down there and they hit pay dirt so much that you know what I mean it's like it's the better version of what the Steelers do. Here, like, here it is, kid. So it was he sent Saquif. Say We're going with it, Saquif Barkley. Saquon and Javante and a first for JT Jacobs and a mid-second. So my first thought was, why was JT and Jacobs like worth the first? You know, worth giving up the first. I mean, why yeah. not? Why I not would have, first? yeah. In the court of dynasty opinion, I would yeah. have made the argument: Saquon is equal in value, in youth, and in usage. All that shit. He is that team. Same way JT. That's what. Because I don't even think we can say JT is that team. You know what I mean? Like they got. You know what I'm saying? Like. We're still buying JT off of like the the projection of what we think that he could be. He still hasn't really. We haven't seen it since he's came back yet. I mean, it's Shane Steichen, and he came from the Eagles, and they ran a, a sort of a, a timeshare. And so Zach Moss is in there. Like you can't deny that he's ever since JT's came back. It's not like Zach Moss is going away. I mean, and seeing Dino said it right there. Away. He said that's a weird trade. It almost helps nobody. It's just super even. Like that's what I mean. There's no like upgrade anywhere and you lost your first and you're sitting and you're sitting in first place and like see here's the thing this is why i always say you know hashtag star wars oh shit kidda said he's pretty sure he lost why would you say that he lost kidda well i, I mean the reason why i'd say is because of the first he got the saquon up. first in a way i mean i'm sorry excuse me well, he gave up saquon javante and a first for okay. J- jacobs and the second it's i mean to be honest it's like damn they're even but i'd rather have like i i think he wins the other guy wins for bringing over the first. Like, it's just that's how I'm going to view it. Because Jacobs, I don't know his situation moving forward. At least I know Javante is there for one more year. Javante. Year. And for this year, I might almost want Javante over Jacobs. Had the bye already. Right? Yeah. Doesn't have he's getting into he's getting into the new getting in you know acclimated to the new system. Meanwhile, the Raiders they're gonna flip the script right now and have to they're gonna have a whole I mean I don't know if they're just gonna continue moving with the same playbook. I don't know what they're gonna do. Well, I feel like it was just like Brees when they finally said, All right, taking them off, taking the training wheels off. I feel like that happened two games ago for Javante. They just weren't as vocal about it. But these last two games he fucking killed it. They did say that uh, they wanted to get him more work. <laughs> but, but the funny thing is I didn't believe it because a couple of weeks before that, they were talking about they want to give McLaughlin more work. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know, one thing that also, too, we should always make a note of, like, a lot of times they'll come out and say something to motivate that specific player. You know what I mean? Like, Jordan Love is like, you know, Jordan Love, we might play Clifford this week. Then they come out, you know, Jordan Love has 10 games to prove himself. You know so I mean? Javante like, was hella consistent on the work that he was getting on the ground. It was like 10 to 12 touches. I mean, okay. week one, he had 13 touches, and he did have a lot of work in that game. I can't remember why. 
necessarily because he had six targets as well. Yeah. But pretty much until the Green Bay game, which was two games ago, he was getting like 10 to 13, 10 to 12, you know, rushes a game, 15 mm-hmm. against Green Bay, 27 mm-hmm. against the Chiefs. And like, the, look, that's the Chiefs without Nick Bolton, right? All of a yeah. sudden, you could run on them, apparently. Right, and at least it made a big, a, a noticeable difference. Then in Green Bay, everyone runs on Green Bay, and then Week One with the Raiders, it's just everybody kills the Raiders on the ground, especially like, switching running backs. Literally, just off of these last two games, I would be selling Javante high, not buying yeah. someone you know who you think you're buying low with Javante. You ain't lying. And uh, let me see. I, I, it, it, it is unfortunate you have to work whenever you have to work through a stink. Right, that player yeah. has stink on him. You know what I mean? No one wants Javante like that. So it's like he, you know what I mean? He almost had to, he had to overpay. I mean, yeah, yeah, he had to like use him kind of as a. Like, I don't want Javante, bro, but I'll take Saquon. We're going to first, bro. Because we, I mean, because no matter what, that's the way that I'd be playing. Back. Yeah, oh, man, Javante's He's gonna give me this shit for, bro. But you got to play the game. Right? <laughs> it's it's not some motherfucking haters. No way. And saw me, how pathetic me and Hustle will stoop to in the trade talks. <laughs> but that's just what I'm saying. Like, it's the shit, bro. We're teaching you how to play the game as well. Because these trades, I mean, it's, it's a drop. It's psychological. It's all psychological. And like, yeah, you probably you have been cerebral. You've been super pissed with Javante probably for like a year. You're ready to pay someone to get him a ball. Yeah, I'll pay you to take him away. But yeah, you know, it's all love, Trent. uh, Because, you know, if we're not giving you constructive criticism, you know, you'll never get better. Hey, Trent, I'm trying to make you better, all right? <laughs> and I hope you still win. Just don't do that trade to give up a bond raw. Like, stop yourself. Save yourself from yourself in that one. Don't do it. Don't do it. In the words of Yoda. Speaking in certainty, it's path to the dark side. Telling that it is, and, and then, I don't I'm know. Many number, I'm number one projected to win it all. He's projected to be last. What if that guy <laughs> takes? You make that trade with that guy, and this guy goes and he just starts pulling off some wins because he has Saint Brown now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And JT. You know, he just started rattling off a couple of noise. I'd be guys. hella happy if I somehow got Amon Ra, like, being the last place team. And, yeah. like, because Amon Ra, and like, JT? come on, who wouldn't trade Marvin Harrison Jr. for Amon Ra, like, right now? Like, I would. And maybe I'll regret it uh, two years later, maybe even at the end of that year. But who gives a fuck? Yeah. I'm always, I'm, you know, working with guys like Steamboat and you, it's, all, you know, you guys always remind me, like, hey, you know, just if you've already saw it, it's probably the better way to go. You know, project, I'm pretty good at projecting things that, that are going to happen, but you know, it's not you don't bank on that as much. Look as at people who might have sold. Like, look at people who might have sold JSN for like a studded, you know, wide receiver mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year or in the draft time or whatever. I, I feel looking so good in year one, no matter who it is. In one of my other, in, a, in one of my offense only uh, 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 dynasties, Love Super Saiyan. I flip JSN for a second and cup. And, you okay. know, it's only offenses, four-round drafts. You know what I mean? I, I thought, oh, okay, about that. I'm, and then, you know, and then he gets the hamstring. You know, and I'm like, ah, the son of a bitch. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And see, Trent knows. He said, always love, boys. He said, y'all save me from myself. There we go. And that, I feel like that is what I do, you know, um, to people who are on the in the crew and they send me all these trades. I'm just like, no, hell no. <laughs> like, 
And uh, I know that that's what we do on a daily basis here for certain trades. And uh, hopefully you just, hopefully you guys just remember that we have your best interest at heart. We want you guys to win the trade. And at the end of the day too, um, I'm only telling people what I would do, you know, yeah. I'm always trying to gather as much context because I can quickly internalize what I think I'd want to do. And we've seen bogey trades. We we've seen them happen live with me and him. Yeah. <laughs> we've seen ones uh, happen you've where seen, you've seen ones where I, I'm 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 not even in the right league <laughs> making the trade. You know what I'm saying? It's funny too because you know when I sat back, I thought of it. I'm like, you know, maybe the mushrooms was telling me do this now, thank me later. Okay, mushrooms. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's funny because Hess calls me the trade whisperer. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just more annoying than anything. <laughs> it's like persistence can go a long way. You know what I mean? Because like, I feel like if you're the if you're the type of salesman who's really trying to like, like uh, sell them on it, like, hey, you know, look at his numbers, bro. Look at Javante, bro. 27 carries in the last game. Well, it's like to, if the, if you're working with a certain type of consumer who is already like fight the power type of guy, like, like nah, man, you sound like a used car salesman. You know what I mean? I just had a trade sent to me in uh, the Defense Wins Championships uh, League. I, I don't really make too many trades like over here. And it, this was just sent to me. And I, I like this. Which so one, much. This, one, this is that, that, the OG Dynasty one? Yeah, this was like a 2020 like yeah. started one. And uh, it's uh, I received Christian Kirk and Brian Robinson for Drake London and Taji Spears. Done. Yeah. Good now. Yeah. The London thing could be better. I have I, I, I drafted that <laughs> this team is an example of like drafting shitty wide receivers and then like now on my team like before I made this trade George Pickens Drake Lesson Amal Ra um and uh and Devonta Smith what <laughs> yeah so it was like I started with real shitty wide receivers and I drafted all of them that's where you have the the Mahomes Kelsey stack yeah yeah and I still haven't been able to win it either. Um, five and three this year. Um, I much rather, I uh, I much rather like having Kirk. Mahomes. There we go. Let's process this trade. Boom. And this is with. Uh... Hey, bro. You're showing favoritism. <laughs> you just pushed that trade immediately <laughs> right through. You didn't even announce. You should have tagged yourself. <laughs> you follow the protocol, too. And Trent, I'm found in the link uh, right now for you, bro. Um, it's on. The, I don't know if you guys noticed the ticker that's going across the bottom of the screen, but or um, as the as in England, as they would say, the ticker. It sh it shows it there at the bottom. It's uh, it's either with Apple Pay, Zelle, or 420 Super Chat dot com and we appreciate it um we got to make like a really really exclusive tier like 25 bucks a week type of shit like and i'll just run your team straight up yeah <laughs> you want to bother me all day 25 bucks was pretty good we'll give them some hours right yeah nine to nine you know you can call me but i don't give a fuck i'll be like I'll even text you every time I'm taking a dump. Listen, I'm free right now for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm busy, but you know, it's when I do my best work. <laughs> and uh, uh oh, Tina said, Did we get any voicemails this morning? Let me go refresh. I don't know. Did we? Uh, uh oh. 
who did get a voicemail <laughs> yeah a couple a couple uh minutes ago and okay. uh, oh this is uh this is from josh mcdaniels here oh yeah oh. I, I was cussing him out yesterday he, oh man man yeah i guess bogey didn't answer his phone call yeah uh, he had to leave a voicemail here let's see what we got I'm going a very on. busy man he's not paying that he doesn't have that exclusive exclusive tier let's see what we got going on here Hello, uh, this is uh, Josh McDaniels. Uh, not the good McDaniels in Miami, but Josh McDaniels. <laughs> I didn't say that. Well, used to be from the Raiders. Uh, I just want to call you guys and uh, do a follow-up interview if uh, you guys got my resume. Uh, thank you, us and Bogey. Uh, bye. Uh, well, how do I turn this off? <laughs> He, listen, bro, just judging by the fact that he didn't know how to turn that off, I don't know if we could hire him, bro. <laughs> he did say he'd work for free. And, you know, honestly, he has a lot of money. You know, he's about to get paid for the next two years doing nothing. I mean, we, should, we should just hire him. Oh, man. I cannot believe that. Oh, man, Josh. Bad shape, huh? Well, man. <laughs> this resume, it's not, it's not reading too well. I'm seeing that you've been fired multiple from multiple teams. Do you have any dirt? on those teams like that's something that i would like to know that's a reason to potentially bring a josh mcdaniels on how much dirt do you have on uh, on some of these guys and uh and uh, our man trent left in uh, left a super chat appreciate you homie yeah shout out to so let's see and what did he say and uh so here's his roster it says 10 man okay uh hurts purdy watson jones CMC, Bijan, Kamara, JT, Jacobs, Amon Ra, Ayuk, Devante, London, Jameson, and then Laporta. Let's go, to, let's go to the chip. Yeah. You know crazy. Go trade Laporta plus one of your other pieces, whatever piece it will running take. Back. Go get Kelsey. No, go bring back Kelsey. Yeah. yeah. I'll take the, one of the running backs, like Jacobs or some, and Laporta, and maybe even that second round. Dude. I'm willing to just to make it look like nah, fuck, nah, fuck that. Like if you're giving up Laporta, like Laporta should almost be worth Kelsey in a dynasty. If 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 you need to, I wouldn't do that. But um, you you probably shouldn't. Like Laporta is so valuable that uh, you should be able to get Kelsey with just one other player. You just hope. Uh, well, he says he also has Thielen somewhere on his bench. Man, Thielen better be in your starting starting roster somewhere. Because, uh, yeah, the only person that I wouldn't start him over is Amon Ra. And Amon Ra's out this week. So, <laughs> better be putting Thielen in there as a starter this week. And Fernando, he said, Cup, Addison, Devonta Smith, Garrett Wilson. Don't know why, but I'm struggling to choose who to bench. Um, have to bench one. Um, I'd probably bench Addison this week. I think that's just where I would go. Um, you know, not the best uh cornerback wide receiver matchup for him. And yeah, I mean it's the rookie. The rookie and his first start ever. Whoa, Crispy said JSN is the next Tony. Oh man. Kid said, I'm pretty sure I didn't draft JSN to carry me through the season uh, more. So I like the upside in those rounds. I thought he would do better as the year progressed. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like most people, I mean, I'm sure they don't draft JSN with the intention of him, like, uh, 
you know, having to be the one to carry you. If it's a startup draft, you had to, though. You had to draft him like a starter. I mean, rookie drafts, I mean, that, you know, that just, it is what it is. Unless it was a startup and you had to draft that draft pick very high, you know. Nice. Corbin said, Al Shire just won me week eight because of a point adjustment. Nice. What was it? So did he have, like, did he get, like, an assisted tackle and it turned into a solo tackle or... Did he get like an assisted tack, uh, assisted sack, and it turned into a solo sack? Uh, what was it? Because I didn't, I didn't see any. Uh, I didn't see that. Dang! Super Saiyan said, "Bro, Hus told me to start Deontay over Mostert. I left Mostert in because I didn't have time or didn't read the message in time. Oh man." At least they said that Mostert should be good to go. Like, feeling good. Feeling good. And Trent said, Laporta's my dog, though. I have him in all three leagues. Hey, I get it. I get it. Kelsey's still better than Laporta? Kelsey will still be playing for multiple years as well. Like the span of Kelsey still might outlast that league that you are in. I'm not sure how, uh, you know, I'm not sure the specifics on that league, but um, most dynasty leagues last three years or less, like not even, and really it's less. It's like really most dynasty leagues go one to two years, like on average, and then they fold. And Dion said, sold on Warren for Javante. Thoughts, I have Jaleel on my bench. Uh, I want I want Javante more than Warren, so I'm not sure which side of that you're on. But, um, like, you trading Warren to get Javante? Um, I'd be down for that. I'm, I'm with that. I don't know, man. Warren G, man. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking around. I'll take Javance. Regulators. Mounder. <laughs> it was a clear white night. A clear white moon. Warren G was on the scene trying to consume. Oh, and I'll see if like if he was like out there regulating, bro. Oh no, Mike. Do I like him now because he's Warren G? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I hope you guys are ready for tonight. We got the silver screen breakdowns episode of the harder they fall tight. <laughs> you watched it? Yeah, and I gotta watch it again because I was stupid loaded. Yeah, this this is one you definitely want to watch. I got into it too. And, and you know it's funny because I go like I'm just watching it, and she's like, Oh, it is this. What the fuck? She was like, Is this Django part two? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, then my oldest daughter, she comes in, she's like, she's like, is this like Django or something? I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> we ended up all watching it and like of course i i ended up like fucking having to do baby things and stuff yeah but, I gotta move but still see, that's a badass movie that you yeah. know different doesn't matter man won't, i mean vanessa's the one who yeah I, and that's what i told her i said it came from an, an, an aquarius request she's like oh all of a sudden she's now she ain't moving now you know? <laughs> oh well we know good this is badass, and like uh, I was, wa- I started watching it this morning. I got thirty minutes in, and I got to still what I feel is the best scene on the in train. The movie, on the train, fuck oh, yeah. yeah! 
And uh, I got a, I got a couple clips here. We ain't here. no nincompoops. <laughs> we ain't no nincompoops neither. <laughs> but see, hey. that, that's not, man, they're just not oh, having it no more. What were they bashing them with? The fucking, like, a hammer or a mallet or something? Just all teeth coming out. Oh, they're all oh, the horn. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, man. They're not fucking around. They're not fucking around. So the they, harder they, they fall, that's what we're talking about here. Idris Alba. Uh, I mean, it's it, it's a crazy cast. It like got, it's a uh, what's cast name? of what's your Pam's in it. From, yeah, from Martin. <laughs> <laughs> she's the hard in there too, man. <laughs> she, don't don't fuck with her. Don't fuck with her. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't got the BDBs in this one. I'll tell nope. you that. She's not messing around. Fuck you, man. And uh, yeah, we got uh, it, it's a star-studded cast of people you might not even know their names, but you know you've seen them. You've seen them in things. And uh, there's this dope ass train scene. And uh, I got two two short clips pulled up, and this is more of like a trial run. Let's see, just see if it messes us up for tonight. But here we go. This is when uh, they storm the train. We have no idea what's going on. You think it's going to be a train heist, but it's not. Hey, don't, hey, don't touch nothing. My name is Cherokee Bill. Now let it be known that I don't particularly enjoy violence. That being said, you are currently in company of extremely violent individuals. So, don't do no stupid shit, all right? Get off this train now, you motherless scum. You must be the hero. Great spirit, why is there always one? You're rude. I might actually enjoy inflicting violence on you. But who knows? Maybe you'll win. Okay, let's see. See my point? Now, step aside so that we may conclude our business here without further ado. That's, that's what got me to watch it when you played that one of the or you sent me a trailer like a, not a trailer like an insert yeah whatever you want to call it like this is the, the train scene like oh i'm watching this shit we got it. Uh, yeah. i told you too i was like, i'm gonna wait till like we almost do the thing because yeah. that's my that's been my favorite little method it's like if there's a fucking movie i've never seen i'm then we're gonna review it i'm gonna watch it like you know the, the couple of days within Keep it, it fresh. You know what I mean? fresh in your mind yeah but it's also not i haven't got time to obsess it either, you know what i mean yeah but it's still like a natural reaction. Because, you know, there's some movies that I might not like, but if someone makes me sit through it again and break it down a little bit, I'm like, oh, shit, or even myself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, Regina King, that's Pam. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking rocks, bro. Said she's badass. Hell yeah, man. Real oh, yeah, bro. And see, and that's what's cool about this movie is that, you know, of course there was women who were gangsters back then, but you had to be a real gangster. And like the ones that we see in this movie that they portray them that way. They're not fucking around. Mm-hmm. You just said, I don't get the fist fight. <laughs> I think that was just because uh, he's got Cherokee Bill. Like he's like the fastest gun in the West. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's very notorious. He didn't even have to do it. I think that was like kind of like just showing he's not afraid to get face to face and knuckle to knuckle. He just doesn't mm-hmm. have to do it that often. Mm-hmm. He probably just hadn't done it in a minute too. He's like, man, ain't no, I'm the fastest gun. 
<laughs> Nobody yeah. fucks with Cherokee Bill. Yeah. And what was more gangster though? Like that shit? <laughs> Just ducking one and then slicing him like six times on his knees and legs and shit. And then her fucking cleaning the cleaning the knife on that random dude's uh mm-hmm. little towel or whatever. Oh man. Mm-hmm. They were they're scared. They're scared. <laughs> and the craziest thing about this whole scene here is uh, really the reason why that they're there. And it's because Idris Alba's character, Rufus Buck, is being transferred from prison to prison. And they're trying to bust him. Yeah. Well, General George Price, he uh, he pardoned him. And yep. he said, but all you got to do to get him out, you got to go kill this uh, this lieutenant oh, and that's his that's crew right. for the shady shit that they've been doing. He said, all we had, all we had to do is go kill a man of the law Who's so despicable that the government doesn't even want him around? I mean, you know, I mean, they they were uh, what do they call it? They're anarchists. Like there might be a government, but when you come in that area, they run the shit. Zara, we're the law. <coughs> Hell yeah, the old west. <coughs> that was back when if you said a word with an S in it, you whistled. <coughs> the old west. <coughs> right through that thing. <coughs> Tooth gap. Yeah. <coughs> and here goes part two of that scene. I recommend everybody watch this because the parts in, in between, <coughs> the parts in between these parts as well are real, real gangster because uh, Cherokee Bill, he loves his countdowns and we get a nice countdown. So this is right after <coughs> um, Regina King explains, Trudy uh, explains. <coughs> To this um, lieutenant, whatever the hell's going on, everything that I just said right now. And now it's time to release the prisoner. I like this part too. She hands her, he's about to hand her the key. She just gives her a look like, what the fuck are you doing? Open that shit. <laughs> Didn't say one word, but you could see like mm-hmm. that entire. That's great acting right there. Yeah. Like, if you don't open that shit, the fuck I'm like, what do I look like? Fucker, this is your job. Unlock that shit. And this is, I, I, uh, I checked the time on this too. 35 minutes into the movie, we still hadn't seen Idris Alba's uh, face outside of the credits. And even the credits, it was like all mm-hmm. not animated, but it was like, oh, you know, God. crazy colorful. It was like, it looked like it was artwork. It wasn't like, you know pictures or videos of them the most dangerous man in america that's what he's dubbed in here yeah cool i missed a lot of detail apparently last night (laughs) and they said the gang ain't been the same since he's been in prison that little part right there i don't even know what they did but you can see you know it's kind of like something zooming in or zooming out but like nice camera work on that shot they call, they call those uh long track shots i think or whatever i forget what nelly was he, he told us what that, those are called yeah or is long shots where they come mm-hmm. in or they come out that big way. chance is hella fat oh yeah 
Please. Not this. Didn't even want to hear nothing. Just die quiet, bitch. I mean, what they think was going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what's going to happen. She right. already told them that's what's going to happen. <laughs> down like this, all right? such a good scene <laughs> this is like a movie that needs to be played in a movie theater like somewhere because it's a netflix only so it's never in a movie theater like this deserves to be on the big screen somewhere that would be cool huh if there's like a um like a building with theaters and it's like netflix owns it and you could like have like a party there and like That'd just watch cool. whatever you want on like giant movie screens that are on available on netflix <laughs> hey, did you hear my, my crazy uh, Molly Mushroom idea last night? Uh, <laughs> Gino, we don't care about that. He said, no hearing protection, shooting 45s inside a train, everybody's deaf. <laughs> For sure. They're probably already <laughs> deaf. That's why they didn't even, she didn't even say nothing to him. Yeah, don't even matter. If I was to speak, you can't even hear. We're all deaf. And what Derek <laughs> said, shout out to Shine and Barrington Levy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Look at look at look at my crazy Molly mushroom idea yesterday. Let's hear it. I always wanted, and I never knew I wanted this till till then. I never knew how much I wanted them to do a Winston Wolf movie, bro. That they missed the opportunity. I think. Yeah, that'd be super cool to get the backstory on Winston Wolf. And, 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 and the day in the life of Winston Wolf. It might, yeah, just the day in the life. Like for example, because this, this, here's how I thought of it. Like it, it opens up and just other people, other characters. You don't even know them. They're getting some shit. Then they gotta make the call. Yeah, right? and he comes cool. through, fixes their little ordeal up. He's on his way, and it's just the movie is just hella different, you know, events, and then it leads up to the end when he gets the phone call and he's like, "Where? It's twenty minutes away." Or did he say, "It's forty <laughs> minutes away. I'll be there in 20. Like you know, yeah. what I mean, that's how the movie would end. Like, and then he's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it'd just be a crazy all night because well, he came through in the morning for them, right? Early yeah. in the morning. Yeah, well, figures. Yeah, so it'd just be all night. He's just just making his rounds. Yeah, that was like his first, like the movie could be what happens after that, right? There you go. Or, or you mean after the Pulp Fiction one? Yeah. Yeah, it could That's be that like too. Literally that day continuing for him. Because his, what's her name is is his lady too. Like yeah. some of those scenes that they cut out were like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's his lady. You know, she Joe's fucking whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. That was her pop's joint. You know yeah. what I mean? And he obviously is with her and she's she's a, she's an accomplice to their dirty deeds. You know, and for him, it's just a job. He ain't really—he's just really disposing of things, right? Handling business for, you know, he's for hire. That'd be kind of cool. And then you could have like the phone calls, it, like what's his name? Vin Rains could be in there, but it's just by via phone call. I got mm -hmm. a guy. He needs—he needs the wolf. And Dennis said, "Hush, you should play the trailer uh, for Kill the Irishman. See oh. if that's something you would watch and break down." Is, so is that not the Irishman? No, it's a Kill the Irishman. Mm. Let's go read the thing on it. Let's see if because if normally if I read the thing and then it piques my interest, I'll go further than that. 
in the Irishman. So is this another take on that character of the Irishman? Like, cause that, that's kind of a, a t- like people with the, the knock on the Irishman is that it's fake. Like, you know what I mean? Cause that's a guy who, a guy who's trying to claim the, the Hoffa kill. You know what I mean? And cause kill he's headed Irish- on his deathbed. Kill the Irishman. Is that what it is? Yeah. I went to the Bob Marley Fest in 2006, back when it was like real, uh, real yep. big and popping. Mm-hmm. And Damien William or Damien Marley and all them was headlining because they had that song. Remember that? Yeah, ours was uh, the way, not ours, but San Diego. It was like on President's Day, so it was on a holiday, like cool. already. And uh, so, yeah, made it real easy to go and get other people to go. And uh, I remember I got so I was so high. I fucking passed out for like, I don't know, might have been one set, might have been. Two oh, sets. yeah. And they were playing the Black Roses for like a million years. Right. It seemed like his entire 30 or 45 minute set from at least when I woke up, it was all Black Roses. Nobody cared. Like uh, he just kept doing the course over and over and like nobody gave a fuck. <laughs> Hey, I'm so egotistical. Like, like when I'll do, like when I get in the lab, I'll do like two, three songs, right? And if, maybe that third one is just a hook, and I'm gonna go right to it, come back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I'll listen to that one over and over, and it's almost more difficult to me to get through my narcissism because I can't stop just listening to the hook. You know what I mean? Uh huh. It's over and over again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because I'm narcissistic <laughs> like that. And nobody said nothing. They were just getting high, sparking oh, up more joints. <laughs> Call fat girl on speaker. He's one. This one's the guy that says, "You narcissistic son of a bitch." Let's go call him. Tell him happy birthday. This is. I just. I just thought of the the date. This fat ass pickup. What up, stranger? What up, stranger? Damn it! Come on! No one not picks up my phone call. Alright, I digress. Dang it, Dennis. I can't pull it up on the computer when you text it to me. Because you have an iPhone. <laughs> Let me pull this up. Let's see what Dennis is talking about here. What up the dough? Should I start Aaron Jones if he plays over Shahid, Rasheed Rice, or Godwin? And should I sit flowers? Um, Aaron Jones. Who's the hell is Aaron Jones play against again? My dad's hella random. The Rams. Someone pulls up honking. I cook chicken a double for you. Oh hell yeah, dad! <laughs> Shit, it's funny because I always he always be just ever since I moved over here, bro. They just like they just cook because they, they still cook like there's a whole family living with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I hold my beer. That's like already, you know, Bud Light already. Yeah, dude, what the fuck? And. uh so let me see. So Aaron Jones over Shahid, Rasheed Rice, or Godwin. I'll probably play Godwin over him. It's pretty close, though. So it's Rashid and then Shahid and or Godwin? Uh, Aaron Jones. Oh, so yeah. you play any of them. 
Um, should he start Aaron Jones if he plays over Shahid, Rashid, or Godwin? Oh, so maybe those are the starters. No, I'd, I'd play him over. Uh, Aaron, who, oh, shit, the Packers are playing the Rams. They're kind of all bad right now. Uh, I'd play Aaron Jones over Shahid. I don't think Shahid does what he it, did. It is a good matchup, though, right? All right. I mean, it hasn't been uh, hasn't been as good since they got all their defenders back. Yeah, they're playing Chicago. Is that what that is? Yeah. Mm, damn, Carr's gonna look good. <laughs> or it'd be the game where like, wow, Carr did not look good against Chicago. Yeah, it could it could. Well, he doesn't do what you're supposed to do against the matchups that you're supposed to do it to. You know what I mean? Mm. Here goes this trailer that uh, that Dennis. I, I'd play him over Shahid. You can think on that bogey. So here goes. Uh, this is what to kill an Irishman. I think my. I, I don't know if I have a hatred over Irishman. This is about the fourth time someone's tried to kill you. I'm an Irish Catholic with the grace of God on my shoulder. If any of these maggots from the so-called mafia want to come after me, I'm not a hard man to find. Ugh, I already like it. Danny Green wanted the American dream. I got a proposition. We bring Danny in the mix. So he took it. Good call, Danny. Place like Sears Roma. Put your way, you know that? Don't rock the boat, Joe. Come here, I want to show you something. I provide a unique financial service. Loan shark. <laughs> Stop it, Tom. John LeBurn says you've been doing a good job for him. We take our cut. We do all the work, and we get 30% for doing nothing. That's the arrangement. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> let me drive for too long. Irishman's in business for himself now. Ooh. Let the ball be blowing. Let the best shit down. take this city over. This guy, he went on television daring us to do something about it. Your people, you can't do a simple job. What about it? will be taken care of. Cannot go to war with Shandor Burns. Watch your back. Thirty-six bombs exploded. Really think the luck of the Irish is going to save you? Not build a bomb big enough to kill me. Give this to the man who kills the Irish. This is one guy, and you can't take care of it. We shot him. We blown him up. He just won't die. I like how it's like quasi late 80s, early 90s feel. Yeah. 25 G's for the head of Danny Green. 25. In cash. <laughs> That's it. Come on, you should be flattered. That's cheap. That means they got like 40 motherfuckers after him. It's only 25 bands. Yeah. Like, listen, I got a couple million total I'm willing to spend. I need a whole oh, I mean, it got us right at the end. Mm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we shouldn't do those things. <laughs> Damn it, Dennis! <laughs> I'm just saying you can't blame anyone else, right? No, <laughs> no I'm not. Like even yeah, the other ones were shorter clips, and they they can't even see. I mean, no one on YouTube can see it, anyways. Yeah, but it's audio. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean that one had a lot of songs, like yeah. in that uh, that trailer. I think we got. Another voicemail. We'll wait for people to come back. Yeah, yeah, we totally do. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll read it out. <laughs> this one's from Mike McDaniels. 
I love it because, like, at the end of the day, we're all grown men, so it makes it even more funnier. <laughs> we're grown men that do stuff like this. Oh, before we get back on live, so my dad, he was telling you, your Uncle Jamal, come on, Uncle Jamal. It's still going to be on the podcast, just letting you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, well, well, this is not illegal what I'm about to say, my, but my uncle Jamal, he just got a shitload of, he's been growing uh-huh. for the last couple of years. Okay. So he has stupid packs right now. Nice. Yeah, and he has like var- various from like some, you know, some inside and some some outdoor and like, you know, he just doesn't know what to do with it. He just enjoys, you know, he's IT, works at home, he makes millions of dollars, you know what I mean, on his regular job. He just likes it's just his new thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm going to get my whole garage done up, see? <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he he brought us a gang of shit the other day when uh when I went to that family dinner. He was just like, see, I got something for you. He calls me and my girl C because we're Cecilia and CJ, but every, my whole family calls me Jay, right? He's uh-huh. like, hey, C, come here, I got something. He always be trying to act like when my mama walking, oh, don't put that on my dad. Like, everyone knows you grow weed, man. Get the fuck out. All right, there we go. We're back on now. There we go. All right. Like the power. <laughs> we do need that drop. That'd be a good one. Fight the power. Or uh, can't nobody hold me down. Oh, no. Broken oh, glass everywhere. People pissing on the streets because they just don't care. I'm a good fellow fly guy. Sometime wise guy. Spend time in H-A-W-A-I-I. See, that movie does, uh, man, seems pretty awesome, Dennis. Like, uh, you should just plan a time when you come on with us, and then maybe we'll break it down, and you get yeah. to uh, be he on the show and give your he thoughts. He is the Irishman. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, we got another voicemail here um, while we were playing all that stuff. And uh, <laughs> so it's funny, Josh McDaniels, he, was, uh, he, th- he threw some shade. At Mike McDaniels, and now we have Mike McDaniels who left us a voicemail. He heard it through the grapevine. Mike McDaniels watches the show. <laughs> oh! <laughs> hey, this is uh, Mike McDaniels. How you guys doing? After I heard that Josh McDaniels call, fuck that guy. (laughs) Hey, fuck Mike Dermot. Hey, uh, Billy, you suck my dick. (laughs) We might have a baby. Hey, listen to you. I swear, listen. You know, I work in audio. I swear to God, that was the sound of him doing a massive line of coke. I was like, and he was, you could tell he'd been bumping all night because he had no nasal pain. Like, he had to really get in there with it. It was fucking funny. And of course, that, and Tino noticed it also. He said, oh shit, that guy sounds like he does a lot of drugs. See, I'm telling you. <laughs> sounds like he oh, likes it. Apparently, he has a shit list over there. Oh, man. You know, I mean? you, know you mean business when you tell another man to SMD, right? <laughs> that's, 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 that's murder right there. Especially oh, in the East Coast, man. East Coast, you tell someone to suck your dick anywhere, man. It's, it's time to die. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here we go. Alex said, uh, all right, let's light one up for Aiden O'Connell. Sunday show out. Yeah, where was I'm trying to find that where he just said that, Alex. He said that he's going to start Aiden O'Connell over somebody. Oh, don't get too crazy. Hold on. Okay, here we go. Oh, it's funny <laughs> on his uh, on his comment. Call me crazy, but I'm still I'm playing Aiden O'Connell over both Jones, Heineke, and Young Wilson. 
I'll probably play Wilson over um over O'Connell. I don't listen, I'll play all those guys over him. That's Zach Wilson. Yeah, I'll yeah. play Zach Wilson over him against the Chargers. Yeah, I'm playing. I definitely play Heineke over him. I'll play Heineke over. I'll play all those guys over him, but I don't know, man. That's a crazy call right there. Yes, you're crazy. Who do the Giants play this week? They play the Raiders. Oh yeah. Come on. Teabagging looked good against them. We're like decent. I mean, you know what? You know what they got going though, is that you got Max Crosby just about to tear up the second leader in sack total. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. A one man man me banana. Daylight coming. Do you want to go home? Beetlejuice would be a classic one to break down. Yeah. I watched that one. He said Dale. I watched that one. Daylight This Halloween. I'm going to be annoyed. It's really good. Uh, it, it, it ages well because it's like it's just a crazy cartoony-ish movie. You know what I mean? New Yorkers wanting to go out to Middle America for like what reason? I still I, I still mean, don't understand the they reason. They were like uppity. They were like uppity rich people, right? They're, They're trying like, to like get people. out of like the city or the rat race or like I'm not really sure. The dad just wanted to like relax, you know. So that was like his getaway. The mom just like wanted to decorate a new house and like <laughs> I don't know have art parties and shit. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like a real feng shui kind of artsy like vibe. Yeah. What Peacock said new Beetlejuice 2 on the way. Nah, man, they can't wait. Hold on, is it Michael Keaton though? I mean, it better be Michael it, Keaton. Listen, please it better be. It better, not be no fucking, it better not be no Jared Leto or some shit. I'm be fucking pissed. Yeah, hey, hey, Beetlejuice was a grimy <laughs> Beetlejuice was grimy as fuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> <He's> a... <laughs> they had to put the they had to put the uh the strip club right there for him to keep him distracted. <laughs> Easily distracted, this Beetlejuice. Even that uh, the cartoon was hella tight when I was a kid. Yeah. The Beetlejuice cartoons. Do I yeah, the cartoon was so different than the movie. I mean, they gave him a whole world. Right? Yeah. Gave, the movie is very uh, limited in um, in you know building the Beetlejuice lore, right? I like it. At the end, he's like, <coughs> "It's the chick who split top on once, bottom on the other." Oh yeah, 
starts rubbing on her, on her legs. <laughs> Smacked with the book. <laughs> oh, when he had the tiny head. Oh, she the fool sprinkled the thing on him, shrunk his head. Yeah. <laughs> that what okay, what was the concept? Like you're dead, and when you die, you get designated to haunt somewhere, right? Say that again. So when you die, that's the whole movie, the premise. You die, and then you know, you go to this like kind of afterlife unemployment agency, and they assign you a place to hunt right yeah it's in the handbook <laughs> yeah damn i haven't seen that shit in hell long bro it's crazy because it's so um michael keaton winona and jenna ortega comes out in 2024 nice yeah, kid have said that Jenna Ortega is a queen. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kid likes the older women, man. He's like, listen, she, she, he said time was kind to her. <laughs> That's the mom, right? No, no, Jenna Thank Ortega. You. She's the one in Scream Six. Oh, uh, oh, and well, Scream Five. Scream okay, six. it's not the chick. Play. Okay, my bad. No, no, no. So she was not in, uh, in the original. In the original. Oh, okay. Oh, this is probably her daughter now. Yeah, right. I would assume so. I never thought Winona Ryder was any kind of hot ever. She's kind of scary. That's why she kind of fits those roles. If you like the gothy chicks, I mean that—that's why you would like her. I don't know. I don't even know if it's like. I guess yeah, you, I, I can agree with that. Like she's like gothish, but then it's also like she just looks like she does a lot of coke. Like you know what I mean? Like she's got the bags on her eyes. She ain't slept. You know what I mean? She's all, clearly an actress in Hollywood. So, you know, there's a lot of blow. She knew. She knew. She used to date Johnny Depp. You know what I mean? Monica Bellucci, Willem Dafoe, what? Justin Theroux, and directed Belushi. by Tim Burton. Sweet. There you go. It had to be. They got cool. a Belushi in there? I mean, that's what it says. I don't know who that is. I and mean, Tino said, I think she's Wednesday, right? Yeah, she also plays uh, Wednesday Adams. Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's the little black chick. No, no, mm -mm. no. She plays Wednesday Adams in on the Netflix show. Did you see it? No, oh, I haven't got that one. Yeah. Well, all you got to do if what next time you're on Netflix, just just look for that. You don't even have to look at it. She's the person on the cover. Yeah, it's gonna be right there. Yeah. But yeah, yeah she was the one in Scream Five and Six. She was the younger sister. She's crazy in Number Six. Tina said, "My kids love that Adams Family show. The Wednesday one." The Wednesday one specifically, yeah. My two daughters, my two oldest daughters, they fuck with it. It's pretty crazy. That's what's funny about it too, because they just, you know, that it came and went. Like it's like, you know, what I mean, they binged it right when it came out, and then they just, you know, what I mean, you don't hear about it anymore. Because that's how it is now. Things they, when you get those series, you could, you know, it's we're living in a culture where people will binge shit. You know what I mean? So, see, and that that's why, man. That's why I want to bring back. That's why we're bringing back uh, Entourage with that uh, the episode by episode pod. Because back then, I mean, shit, I didn't even have DVR. <laughs> that, like, there was no DVR. Yeah, like, you I had to catch that shit on time. I didn't or, have fucking TiVo. And at least it was HBO because then you could catch the constant encore of that episode. Well, they did. If you had HBO, you could do the HBO on demand. So, I mean, that was. Okay, yeah, back then. Yeah, yeah. That, that was something. Yeah, I guess on demand has been around since like 2009 and shit. Yeah, but I don't think it was like, like, you couldn't. Like the show aired, and it's not like it was on on demand, like right after it or anything. You probably had to wait some days, maybe even a week, or like something. Or until the off season, 
because then you know back then you you had they had things archived you could watch all the old seasons like i mean that's how i got into dexter and then i was like man this is really fucking whack after i got to like fifth season I'm like, there's eight of these motherfucking seasons yeah I, I never or however many was like it's really ha- like there's there's no way that this guy can operate in this fashion forever and i get it yeah he's a forensic a, a forensic guy and he could like you know cover up his tracks it's no it's unbelievable and that guy was you can get away with stuff like that but see it only lasted for so long for walter right. white oh <laughs> when you're right oh yeah and in florida yeah i guess that made sense why that it took place in florida because you could just like because his whole thing we just throw him in the ocean the yeah alex said when are we discussing the harder they fall tonight five o'clock buggy good five o'clock west coast time yeah more than likely you know what i mean because I think it's just me. I think it's just me and you. So, like, I, yeah, I'll try not to be late, but you know, it's just you know, I'm, you know, around that time I'm getting dinner together, and it's, I usually I'm usually good though. Yeah, we'll you know try I mean? to rock, we'll try to rock through it a little bit quicker since it's just the uh, two of us. Yeah, but yeah, that's tonight, five o'clock West Coast time, five ish. Just uh, you know, be ready, be ready. It's gonna be a good one. Yeah, I cannot <laughs> wait. It's a real dope ass movie. I've already uh, already watched it once. I'm going on the second watch along. <coughs> But yeah, the Entourage uh, movie uh, or the Entourage watch along is going to be super dope. We're not starting it until January. So after uh, the fantasy season is over, we're going to be like the next week or so after that gets going. Or maybe it might just be the beginning of January. Who knows? And we'll just start it then. But right. yeah, we're going to try to bring back that uh, that feel of like, you know, it's a weekly episode. Bring back that love and feeling. Like I remember back then. Having to go over to people's houses and not having to, but going over to people's houses to like watch the show and watch it with like multiple people. It's like a whole event for like the weekend and uh, for, and it was on Sunday. So it was like after, um, like it was like at eight o'clock or whatever. So it was like after Sunday night football and, uh, and all that shit. And man, it was just awesome. It, it was super awesome. And like the worst part about it was the fucking cliffhangers. Like they they don't really they kind of start in the very first episode like pretty soft with the cliffhangers pause <laughs> and uh, but man they just that was like one of their trademarks and the cliffhangers were like deadly because like it was either you were waiting a week or you were waiting until the next season that was the worst. Whoa, that love and feeling. <laughs> And all the cameos are fucking great. Because yeah. everybody wanted to be an entourage. Because, like, there were a lot of people who thought that that shit was real. <laughs> that's, right. that's great. Because it was, like, in the reality TV era. But, like, they didn't shoot it, like, in reality TV fashion. They had good... They had yeah. good fucking bar out you know what i mean the, the widescreen shots and the, you know what i mean it was real theatrical it was yeah. hbo shit i can't even i can't remember which season it was but uh, uh somehow some way they kept getting shit to happen and they go to a u2 concert go to a u2 concert and, I love they, get, bono. and they get shouted out by bono Happy birthday, Johnny Drama. <laughs> and this is in a concert. Like, it was like, all right, you guys get to come out for one song. And it's like, we're going to shout you out after the song. And then you guys got to get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> but that's super cool that in I'm that so concert, cool. they got to get shouted out. <laughs> 
they had multiple um multiple episodes where they're filming during like laker games and shit uh, like laker games going on they're on the you know um side uh um what's court side or whatever you know mm-hmm. having uh <coughs> having their talks or whatever bring back that love and feel <laughs> my bad <coughs> whoa Hell yeah, Alex! You said cowboy movies, Quick and the Dead, Tombstone, any East, uh, any Eastwood flick? Yeah, Tombstone, man, that's the one. Mm-hmm. That's the one. I'm your, your and, and you know, I don't think I think I've been saying the line wrong forever. I'll be your Huckleberry. Like, did, did he say that? Or is, I, well, I think he says, "I'm your Huckleberry." Oh, it's just like Luke. I'm your father. It's he doesn't even say it like that. Yeah, and this is really the first one. I mean, the harder they fall. I mean, yeah, it, it takes it being like 2021 or whatever when they're like filming this to have like a type of cast that they had. Because mm-hmm. like there's no way there's like a, a, a close to all black cast, you know, way back in the 90s or like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like if you get one or two. And I, I would imagine this is this is more realistic to me because it's like cowboys were the Mexicans and the and the other minorities and blacks. And you know what I mean, because they were the outlaws. Like, yeah, you know what I mean, you might have been free. You know what I mean? But you were still like, you still weren't, you were still beneath society. That's how they were viewed. You know what I mean? So, like, oh, yeah, gangster ass shit. You know what I mean? It's, it shouldn't be surprising. <laughs> I, I would imagine you had to be even more ruthless. You know what I'm saying? You know, everything's a shootout, bro. You can't just roll into a town, you know what I mean, without everybody. And then, then, then you're known. You know what I mean? The fastest gun. Hey, hey word of mouth travels, man. Hell yeah. And when you're fighting back then, <laughs> I mean, shit, fighting's just with the gun, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the only type of fighting there really is. There's I see you at dawn. <laughs> so did you make it <laughs> all the way to the end of the no. movie? No, no, no. Okay, well, I'm not going to The baby was going hella crazy. I, I mean, what they did, the baby was going hella crazy and like, my, you know, my, her patience is worse than, than as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> just you know the final final gun battle in revenge movie. You know, I'm glad I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad though because I'm about to rewatch it again. Mm-hmm. This time I'm I'm mad sober ish. <laughs> and what strangers say it only uh, I know it only loosely qualifies as a western, but give me Quigley Down Under. Hmm, never heard of that. Oh, is it like a? It's it's in all it's in Aussie. What the hell? Tino says he's got an autographed pick of all the actors uh, from Tombstone at his house. Tight. That's tight. And The Breakfast Club, Matrix, and Dark Knight. What? So, you know, we have the same birthday, Tino. (laughs) I would so frame a thing dedicated to Tino just to have it. Like, listen, (laughs) here's my dedicated to Tino autograph (laughs) photo. Oh man, I would. Uh, and what the hell is this Quigley Down Under, stranger? Never heard of it. Don't I've, pull, I've don't pull up the trailer. I'll tell you that way. 1990. I'm Selleck. Oh, Tom Selleck. <laughs> That's throwback. Yeah, for sure. And he did say it's only only kind of loosely uh, loosely based. Well, All that right. was the 90s era. The, yeah. to take something and loosely base it on it yeah you know I mean? all right let me uh whoa that love and feeling 
Man, the soundtrack's so good on The Harder They Fall also. Yeah, that's dope because it's all mashups. Yeah. Like that skibbity bobbity bitty that was a shine song. Yeah. They just took that part and then everything else is totally original. Like I don't know what they're mashing. They it's real Tarantino-esque when they brought in Riza. Well, it's the Barrington Levy shit, right? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. The shine Barrington Levy. It's like having then something. Yeah, it's a mashup of something. I don't know what they're mashing up with, or if it's totally original, like how, um, or even other samples, like like I said, the mashups, like how RZA did for like Django. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Yeah, like you know, he'll take like remember like they they did flip that Rick Ross joint, the Tupac joint. Yeah, the fucking they even had that Django. That was from that. Uh, that was Elvis, huh? I'm trying to download this. Uh, I'm trying to download the photos. That I got a homie, Marlo. His birthday is in six, in five days. Shout out to my man, Marlo. I love you, Marlo. Uh, this dude, he's like the high recommendation guy. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, I got a phone call when Django came out. I just watched Django. It's fucking tight. Yeah. I know everyone's saying there's all the end bombs and it's a thing. It's, it's a fucking Tarantino classic. I'm telling you, bro. I'm like, all right, I'm on the way. Right, and then, then he calls me back. I just pulled up the soundtrack. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. I'm like, okay, I'm on it. <laughs> soundtrack was tight. Django. Tarantino's always got dope ass soundtracks. So. Hell yeah! I mean, the the mute. He puts notes when he's writing the screenplays. He puts notes on what song is playing in the background. Yeah. Like even that, you'll be a woman soon, right? That's yeah. a cover of a of a Neil Young or is it uh Neil Diamond? Either way, it's one. It's a cover, and it was a local band that he knew, and he was like, "I'm gonna put their cover in my movie," because he could, you know what I mean? Because he saw him live, and he's like, "That'd be awesome." And Uma just dancing around, you know what I mean? Yeah, and she was totally hot, even with her big old schnoz. <laughs> Because even uh, in Kill Bill, right? That was like some local, mm-hmm. like Japanese exactly. band or whatever. The woo, 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 yeah, woo. that shit was tight too. <laughs> <laughs> you always get some random. It shit. was all chick band, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, awesome. had, like little tight. Like, These little girls rock, man. <laughs> you know, he's always on Molly, bro. Or at least in his heyday. Like that was his thing. Molly and tequila, ecstasy pills and tequila was like an onset, like you know. Uh, reoccurrence. You know what I'm saying? Big said, good morning, brothers. YouTube's fucking with the channel. Can't even find the live stream if you don't have the notifications on. Yeah, we, we did a little bit too much. We we played a, a couple. Oh, a couple of we're called Shadow Band. <laughs> yeah, but that's why I get the uh, download. Oh, that's hella hard, bro. The Shadow Band. Download oh, the... the uh, In the shadows. Is that where um, we're the Shadow Band? <laughs> and bakes but uh download be a little coalition and within the 420 crew download the patreon app because you always get notified there and you literally can click i think it's like two clicks like on the app literally two clicks and then you're like on youtube <laughs> tino i live in the shadow realm Let's see he's what a bo he's part of the shadow band yeah yeah, if you guys didn't hear the voicemails a little earlier, they were uh, they were classic. If you uh, if you want to leave a voicemail and uh, join the show, talk some trash, anything, it is uh, it's a fun time. Go to hustlerpod 
hustlerpod.com, hustlerpod.com. Lower right corner, click the little mic, leave the voicemail, hit send, leave your name and your email, and then you're in there like swimwear. This is also where you can get the podcast episodes. If you scroll down a little bit from where I am right now, you'll be able to see um, the different platforms that we're on. You just click there. It'll take you right right to the show, and you can just download or you know save it right there. Girl, you'll be a woman soon. <laughs> that was the shit. I love that how music is like it is the motif by definition in Tarantino joints. There's rarely a time unless there's dialogue like 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 okay when they when they open up pulp fiction, right? It's all dialogue. They're in the car, walking through the hallway. Long hallway, by the way. Right? Right? Just chopping it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The whole scene. Like, like, it's like whenever there's like strict dialogue going, there's no there's no motif in the background. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But also, it's, you know, like when you watch when I was watching that fucking um Harder They Fall, it's, it's so Tarantino-esque. Yeah. The way they bring in the music, the way that you know it's a revenge story, it's a fucking, you know, it's a, a it's a heist type story. Cause it is yeah. a heist. You gotta b- break this guy out and steal this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, more of a revenge movie. I feel. I mean, it's yeah. a lot of things we could put on it, but definitely a classic cowboy revenge movie. Yeah. Boom. And, and then, of course, we get a classic. Of course, we get a classic, like a tale that's been told, like over and over. You still haven't seen that part, though. So, yeah. You killed my brother part? (laughs) Yes, you did see it. Yep. I got that far. No, because that's the classic, you killed my brother. Right? Like, in the fucking Japanese samurai movies and the Chinese kung fu movies, bro. That's why. Well, no, you're not on the We're not on the same page on that. Oh, okay. I haven't got that far then. Yeah. Good. Yeah, because I don't know about it it, ties it all the way together, you know. It's a pretty long fucking movie. It's like two hours, right? Yeah. It's not a regular degler. Let's see. 90. No? Uh, Oh, wait, no. Well, an hour hour and 40. Hour and 40. Yeah, I probably got like an hour in it. That's 220. It's nonstop, though. I like that movie. That shit is hard. Yeah. Yeah, there's really no... uh, Cause a lot of movies, I mean, you have the crazy peaks and valleys, and like, <laughs> it's like the valleys are like real quick, and then it like just yeah, it goes back into the action. And the music is so dope that it just like keeps you entertained, like just with that part of it as well. Oh, I know you're gonna like this one. Alex said the best fighting movie, hands down, Bloodsport. Let's go. Kumate, Kumate, Kumate. Hey, that song is sick. That's back in the eighties when they or in the early nineties when they make a song for the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Running up, it was one of them fucking eighties montages, but it was still early nineties. So, but it was just so eighties montage. So, and you think was it just way cheaper to cut your own track versus like trying to license some no, shit back then? Maybe soundtracks were a thing too. So right. it's like if you could have if you could put out a soundtrack and have an original cut. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Plus, like it was just still that it was that era. Yeah, that's why when you do you remember the uh, a Team America, the puppet yeah. joint? 
Yeah, right. Fucking, you know, they, yeah, it was like a super. They just you see that why I love them is because they take everything '90s as possible and squeeze it out in that movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, a lot of shit. Puppies, uh, puppets are fucking. You know what I mean? Fucking uh, uh, super montages and theme songs for everything. Yeah, America, fuck yeah! <laughs> 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 Woo! <coughs> Stranger said, "Strang uh, Miles, uh, Shanghai Noon." Hey, and Shanghai Noon is low key, bro. That shit's hella tight. Shanghai Noon and Nights. Is that the same? Uh, yeah, Shang Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights. Yeah, it's part one and two. Okay, he's like he's like a he he. So he's a uh, Roy Bannon, right? Uh, yeah. Owen Wilson, and he and um yeah. And, who's uh, the other one that's in there with them? Yeah, they're outlaws. You know what I mean? And then like um. The, the the princess of from uh whatever from from China she 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 leaves the 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 forbidden city and then like so the, he's one of the sentinels I guess whatever they're called you know Jackie Chan him and like they all get sent and they're yeah. like straight fucking super trained and like you know what I mean you have your fucking your your ponytail whatever and then like the bad the, the antagonist one of them he's uh you know he's he he was banished from the the uh, he was a, he was a Chinese dude banished from the motherfucker. And real quick, uh, Tino, The Harder They Falls on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. It's the only place that you can watch it. Yeah, but the dude, right? And then, but and then, like in true like old Western fashion, he has like he has his own people enslaved. He has like the you know all the all, all the Chinese uh, 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 immigrants. You know, what I'm saying they're they're building the they're just building the fucking shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And here's this guy. He's and he has the princess there too, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then like here's Owen Wilson. He's like trying. He has like a he has like a ragtag gang, and they're just hella like whack. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, Don Wilson and Jackie Chan, right? That's who it is. Yeah, you see that one, right? Man, I don't I don't know if I have. I know I've probably seen parts of it. I don't know. It's been so long. But he's it's so funny because he's like, "What's your name, John Wayne? John Wayne? That's a terrible cow cowboy name. <laughs> John Wayne." <laughs> And like this is funny because like then you know and they got wanted posters of them and they're like what he's like what bro O'Bannon in the Shanghai kid he's like man you got a cool nickname he's like hella jealous and like oh, he's man. a total badass bro this is funny Tino's like oh man we should do some kung fu movies man you know what I I want to do the Karate Kid so we could show how Ralph Macchio was really the asshole this whole time. We got to, like, okay, listen, we got to do the Karate Kids. We got to do, like, we got to go on, like, a Van Damme marathon, <laughs> right? Even if it's not a marathon, just, like, we could just do, like, a like a two-parter, two like, all the Van Damme joints, because they're fucking, Van Damme's joints are all tight. They're all <laughs> whack as fuck. I ain't gonna lie to you. They're all awesome. Same breath. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, we got to do the Rockies. You know what I mean? Um, see, and when we do, like, Universal Soldiers, you know, or do the Van Damme because Universal Soldiers Part One, that shit was hella tight, bro. As a kid, we gotta look Give for Dolph like, What we got? We gotta look for like movie anniversaries, you know. So if people want to help us out with that, we're on the twenty. Oh shit! Yeah, what? Okay, what's twenty five years ago? Twenty five years ago was nineteen ninety eight. All I gotta do is pull up the nineteen ninety eight joints. You know what I mean? Um. We got Bride of Chucky coming up, right? Let's I mean, see. we already did the Chucky's, but 
Yeah, I mean, there's a yeah. It looks like I mean, can't hardly wait. Uh, faculty, senseless. Those are some of the first ones. Wow, senseless. The 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 Marlin joint. Yeah, urban legend. We already did half baked, but that came out ninety eight. Water boy. We did that, but that came out ninety eight. <sighs> Belly, basketball. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> night at the Roxbury. What you've got mail? <laughs> that movie was huge. Oh man, Brink, the, the fucking Disney Channel original movie. I loved that movie. For real, I never heard of that. It's uh, it's a roller skating movie. Oh, Rink, Brink, Brink. Like, oh, okay, I see what they did there. <laughs> <laughs> his name's uh, his name's Andy Brinker, <laughs> and he, and uh, Brink is what they what everybody calls him. Oh, okay. He's on the brink. Yeah, there's a. Uh, it's um, who's the the antagonist there? It's uh, you remember uh, Spike from the Little Giants? Um, yeah, because we had to watch it. Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's like the antagonist there. He's like uh, he's like the sponsored skater and like the head of the crew of the sponsored skaters and like uh, the other dude is like their soul skaters. <laughs> And uh, but man, there's one line in there. It always made me laugh. It definitely didn't age well, but uh, it's always going to be funny to laugh about. So there's this uh, on the Soul Skaters crew. They got this one chick who's from uh, Peru, mm-hmm. and um, she starts talking shit like they're uh, they're going to be um, they're going to be doing uh, they're practicing for the downhill course, and so they're going to the spot where like the downhill is happening. Yeah. And uh, she was like, you know what? It's a free country. You could be here if we want. We were here first. And uh, man, he hits her with a bad line. He was like, well, if you don't like it, why don't you go back to Mexico? Damn. <laughs> Didn't age well. But uh, man, the show was wild. <laughs> she wasn't lying. Everybody was here first before them, bro. <laughs> bro, I was kicking it, bro. Uh, and what the hell is this? Dennis they sent me another movie. So what is this? Thursday. Oh, what, what's this movie about? Give us a little two sentence uh, synopsis of what this is about. Seeing Charlie Brown uh, 2K knows that Brink and Johnny Tsunami were heat. Hell yeah! And you know what's funny is uh, Johnny Tsunami was actually a ripoff of another movie, but they kind of do the opposite. It's uh. It is uh, well, not the opposite. They just do it in a different way. Uh, Airborne is what the movie's called. This this one would be a good movie to uh, to go back and watch because it's so fucking like old school and like Seth Green is in it, uh, Jack Black is in it, um, Jacob Vargas is in it, and like all these like random like people like Professor Dewey from Saved by the Bell is in there. And uh, the mom, uh, the mom from uh, from Cheech and Chong's next movie, is in there, and uh, yeah, it's the exact same. Uh, it's the exact for anyone who's seen Johnny Tsunami. It's like literally the exact same plot, except instead of uh, going to Vermont or whatever, like in Johnny Tsunami, they go to uh, Ohio, I believe, to Cleveland, and. He doesn't really get into snowboarding or anything. They get into ice hockey and uh, it's all roller skating like out there is what it is. And he, he gets into roller skating. 
But yeah, Airborne, old school ass movie. 92. Oh, I remember that. That with Jack Black and Seth Green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, I was like, what, 1999? 93. 93? Yeah. And so we're, uh, because someone brought up, uh, he remembered the Brink from uh, the Disney Channel original movie and then Johnny Tsunami. That was also a Disney Channel original. Oh, shit. I remember Johnny Tsunami. Yeah. Shang Tsung is the grandpa. Yeah. (laughs) And, but Johnny Tsunami, the the plot is the exact same as uh, Airborne. Oh, exact same. It's like a kid from Hawaii going to like a cold ass area and uh, not fitting in and um, and having a big uh, having some big race like at the end in Johnny Tsunami. It's like, you know, he's the snowboarder going up against a skier in uh, in Airborne. It's a it's a big ass like roller skating race. Have you seen Inception? Yeah. Okay. Are you are you are you fond of it? I mean, yeah, I am. I mean, it's fucking crazy. That that movie, the first time I saw it, I was so high out of my mind. Like it was. Uh, <laughs> I just. I I'd, uh, I never saw it in the theaters, but everyone uh, said it was a mind fuck. So when it came out, I bought it, and I just and I had to watch it like over and over again because it's like I'm just like oh, you know what I mean? Because there's certain when you're trying to like I'm a nitpicking son bitch, so I'm like nitpicking the fuck out of it. But it's like it's it's designed to like leaves a lot of it open to interpretation like you don't need to explain this the 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 the, the sedation they're under it's just you know this guy's world renowned like oh he's the best right you know he's like, it's built about building a team of they're all the best so you don't need to question nothing right man and i totally forgot charlie brown the grandpa was an american me too yeah shang sung he's a part of la emma oh no he played a mexican too well i mean oh he was connected to la emma he was he was just running with them like that's how gangster he was. I mean that's not uncommon actually. No, but you just got to you know. Yeah. Blood blood in blood out though like yeah that's for real though. Goes. Yeah, I bet you his nickname was Chino and everything. Probably <laughs> probably right. And uh, yeah, Dennis said Inception was the shit. That and Shutter Island. Yeah, and we broke down Shutter Island. If you guys haven't heard that on the Silver Screen Breakdowns, that was a really really good episode. Um, yeah, such a bad was that Scorsese. Yep, and Leo. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I knew it was Leo, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, because that's dope, man, because he did a few with Scorsese. I mean, I I think yeah. Blood Diamond. Did he do Blood Diamond, too? That was kind of whack to me. Yeah, I didn't really get into that one. Or oh, was that yeah. Oliver Stone? Uh, right. you know, I'm not sure. I know they did The Great Gatsby together. I didn't really get into that. Like either. I read that book in high school. Uh-huh. I, I am The Great Gatsby. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. It's funny because like the things that Entourage like foreshadowed because they they foreshadowed the Great Gatsby like happening Mm -hmm. also Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah it's wild man the things that Entourage foreshadowed that actually like came true. Well, when you're in Hollywood, like a lot of those things, like okay, Aquaman that's been going around for about thirty years. They've been since the eighties. They've been trying to make Aquaman. So like you know, I mean, there's certain things that like because like people like even the the Freddy versus Jason that was like ten years in the making, right? Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying different screenplays getting written, and there'd be one popular one going around, and there's one guy assigned to it or whatever studio. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, whatever, whatever the case may be. So, you know, it's, it's same thing with the Simpsons. But the Simpsons is insane. How they predict, how their list of shit that they've predicted. That's insane. Yeah, because then a lot of them are pretty specific. You know what I mean? Right. Or like if you know. Like the Illuminati, a uh, little like there's like a cartoon reel you can look up, like a like from montage from like 80s to 90s cartoons where like it'll just have ca- certain characters 
just close one eye. Like it was like they, I remember it was like a Ninja Turtles clip, and they're fucking uh, Splinter. He's talking to the turtles, but he's got one eye closed. It's like what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> they're everywhere. The other <laughs> <coughs> and Alex said three ninjas. <coughs> that one's a classic. Rocky, look, Emily. <coughs> Man, that whole scene where the, with the kidnappers <laughs> and uh, like they're not even scared of them, but they got to pretend, oh no, robbers. And they're all confused, like, robbers? Thought we were kidnappers. <laughs> <laughs> Why? See, that was so 90s, right? Okay, our goon, we have goons, but they are idiots. Yeah, oh, for sure. We're getting yeah. money, but this is the best that we can find. <laughs> well, it's because they were in the area. It's my sister's kids, you know? <laughs> yeah, and they even told them, you fuck this up, I'm going to kill you. I like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So fucking he, hung, he hung that, Tom Tom hung that motherfucker over the fucking railing, over the yeah. little banister. Yeah. He was ready to kill that fool. <laughs> yeah, I remember after he saves them. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna kill those kids. It's like I thought we needed him alive. I want us alive, dude. He's little kids are dangerous. <laughs> I almost got murked right there. You hung him out the drive, man. Oh man, that shit's so funny. Like that's, that's one to get hella high on. That's one to get hella high on mushrooms and watch. Like, that's for sure. Cause I'm sure that all that shit would just be dying. And it just goes to show, man, and you know, in suburb white America, man, they just leave their kids alone, man. <laughs> We're gonna go to a retreat. <laughs> yeah, we can't act We're like going that. to the Hamptons for the weekend. We can't act like that wasn't happening everywhere. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but see, but for me, it's like we're going to Reno. Okay. <laughs> Don't answer the door. Here's money for pizza. Yeah, nobody in, nobody out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then I, when I got then I'm because that was when I I didn't have to go anymore. I'm like in junior high type of shit. Yeah. If they're doing like overnight shit, because before that, like even then, like they had my aunt come through and they, my parents used to go to Europe for a week every year. Uh huh. My mom's company. Uh huh. And like so, they'd just be out and they would do a two week trip so they could like you know. And my dad would for him he would just go and just party in fucking Amsterdam and you know what I mean? the whole day just flying there and back right. I mean, yeah, but he'd be able, so they'd be gone for two weeks, and it was stupid lit. Because my aunt lived across the street from us, so she was just come doing like maybe cook or something, or whatever. really didn't need her there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was really just to take my little my little sister was still in like elementary, so she like take her to school, and uh, and my older sister she'd been gone since I was like sixteen. You know what I mean? So it was just like, bro, I had a house, bro. Yeah. All the homies through. We was already smoking weed. It was a wrap. <laughs> in my dad's liquor cabinet. <laughs> so badass kids, bro. Hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, what Peacock said in Hollywood, you can only come up with so many uh, new fresh ideas. Everything's recycled from something for See, sure. Why didn't they? Why can't we do the wolf movie? The Winston Wolf movie. That's, oh, that's such a good idea. Yeah, it had to be Tarantino. And like, I wonder what he's doing for <laughs> his. Uh, I wonder what he's doing for his last. Because he said he's only doing 10, right? Yeah. And um, because he doesn't count the kill bills as two, no, because that's all just one. They just yeah, and then um, yeah, part one and part two. And he was initially gonna do a a sequel to 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 Django, okay. And then like when he started writing it, that turned into the Hateful Eight, okay. Like you know what I mean. And then the Hateful Eight, 
I guess when he made it, he was ahead of the curve because it could have been like an eight-part series. I think they just recently le- released like the eight-hour ver- director's cut. No, that's not new. I mean, it's been out for a while. It was on uh, um, on Netflix where they oh, were. Yeah, way. episodic. Yeah. Yeah, he was kind of ahead of the curve, though, cause when he did that. Well, actually, Hey, Blake came out, what, 2018, 17? Uh, 2016. Okay, so, yeah, it was already, we were already living. We were already well in the Netflix. 2015. There we go, okay. 2015. I remember, so, I saw that one in movie theaters. Yeah, Django. I would have seen it in movie theaters, but um, a dude had a dude had a bootleg, and it was actually oh, yeah. it was actually like a good version. It wasn't yeah. like someone with the camera; it was an actual version. Yeah, of it. that's how I watched it. Mobilevids.com back in the day. That's what it was called. Okay, you could just stream whatever fucking movie they had it all, and it was like it was like it might be a little coloration off, but it was like legit. You know what I mean? Uh oh, Alex said Richie Rich. Sinbad's funny in that. Thinking of first kid? No, there's it's yeah, it was a blank check. I'm like, I'm confused at all of it. Yeah, it, it is yeah, first kid. No, not blank. Yeah, yeah, it's gotta first be first kid, kid yeah. you're thinking about. Cause yeah, Richie Rich, it was uh it was like the butler, the white butler who was like his like his right hand man. Com- yeah, he was the comic relief. Yeah. And yeah, then the uh, and then blank check, it was the bigger white dude who was like the uh the uh so the limo driver. You gotta have the comic relief, huh? Oh yeah, for sure. Like Tom Arnold would just be in every movie, just, just be the funny guy. Man, what's that movie? Um, Cradle, Cradle to the Grave, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the that's that's the one that we should. That one's a really good movie that we should that's bring. The one where they, got, where, uh, they do the cage fighting, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. I don't because I don't really care for exit wounds or like. Uh, yeah. yeah, DMX, Jet Li, uh, Anthony Anderson, Tom Arnold. I mean, shit. The list goes on and on, but like one of the my whole, favorite the whole Romeo Must Die crew. One of my favorite uh, parts of that movie is actually in the end credits where it's after everything's already happened, but it's Anthony Anderson and Tom Arnold. They're talking about like, oh, you know, they're going to make a movie like this was so wild. Like they're going to make a movie about this shit. And they're like, who's going to play you in like, you know, in the movie. And Tom Arnold's like, you know, I think it might have to like, I think Arnold, you know, I think he could play me. (laughs) (laughs) And then like Anthony Anderson's like, oh yeah, who you, who's going to play you? It's like ah, you know, like do we? It's got to be Denzel. It's got to be Denzel who plays me. When in this movie. <laughs> you said Denzel, <laughs> <laughs> but it's that. That's what's funny about uh, yeah, just even all the way through the credits. Like that's one that you just keep watching because uh, I wonder what that was. It, it probably was just like one take of them just like talking shit. Like at the end, like literally, they're just going back and forth. Doesn't look like there's any cuts in it. it just well, looks like. They- they're both, they're both comedic actors. I don't know if they necessarily... I'm pretty sure Tom Arnold came through trying to do stand-up initially and then got into acting. Yeah. They all did. Yeah. But I don't know if Anthony Anderson is like that or, or Tom Arnold specifically. But like, yeah. yeah, they're comedic actors. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're not comedians turned actors. Like, I wonder if... It, like, the first thing I remember Anthony Anderson in was uh, Me, Myself, and Irene. And he was one of the... Mm-hmm. One of the sons. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what else he was in, man. He was in. Oh uh, yeah, and Alex and Aaliyah, R.I.P. Yeah, he brought <laughs> up Romeo Must Die. Yeah, hell yeah, that's baby girl. Yeah, let's see. Some, some Illuminati shit behind that shit too. Little yeah. conspiracies. Yeah, for blood sure. sacrifice for Dame Dash. Because that but, was his lady at the time. 
Yeah. How are you going to hop on a plane like a single en- engine Cessna and it's over, it's overloaded. It was the, the, the load was too heavy. It was yeah. over capacity. Like, how do you fuck that up? And yeah. they were like somewhere in like the Bahamas so they are going like from Island to Island. Yeah. So like those small planes is like very specific. The weight, like you have, like, I don't know. That's, this is crazy. So in 99, he did three movies, Liberty Heights. He was in life, but he was uncredited, but he was one of the people in the background. Cookie was his role. And then Trippin', not sure what the fuck that is. Never and then uh, four movies in 2000, Romeo Must Die, Big Mama's House, Me, Myself, and Irene, and that second Urban Legends movie. So he came up. Because, yeah, because like he was like, I mean... He got into like network television, and then he, you know, he was always he was part of the, the, the he was in that Transformers that was really big, because he's one of those ones who really is like the definition of a working actor. Because like all of these ones, they're all little tiny ass roles. I mean, it's dope that he's in like four or five movies, but hella tiny roles mm-hmm. in uh, in two thousand and one C Spot Run, Exit Wounds, Kingdom Come. Two can play that game in three strikes, and it says he's uncredited in three strikes. He was well, in Barbara's. I heard like if you get uncredited, it's because like you might have like took like some kind of pay. Like you know what I mean? Like all right, you know what I mean? Pay me, you get paid out or something. Or yeah. you maybe he was like, yeah, give me a piece of the back end. I think this is gonna be really big. <laughs> he was in bar. Right. He's in barber shop. And oh, then- there you go. He was in all the barber shops too. Yeah, Cradle to the Grave, Kangaroo Jack, Malibu's Most Wanted, Scary Movie. Oh 3. shit, <laughs> Malibu's Most Wanted was stupid funny. Yeah, it was good for a watch. I probably probably didn't probably didn't age well. It's probably hella dumb. <laughs> Be rad. Yo, this whack, yo. Or what was his little catchphrase? I don't even remember, man. Fuck the movie. That's so whack. Or is it, I forget what his catchphrase. Was. Let's see, two, 2004, My Baby's Daddy, Cody, uh, Agent Cody Banks 2, Harold and Kumar, <laughs> the first one, and then Barber's Shop 2. He was hilarious in Harold and Kumar. <laughs> you remember who he was? Nah, I, I'm not, I'm, I, I probably watched that movie like one time, if that. Oh, man, such a good movie. And uh, he's the fast food, uh, he's like the, the guy who worked in the drive-thru. And uh, they they were going to where a white castle was, but it was some it was something else. Now he's like, there used to be a white castle here. What happened? They they get the whole breakdown yeah. from him, and he was like, uh, yeah, you know, my opinion. If you're craving those little burgers, there's nothing that's gonna get rid of those cra- that craving besides those burgers. And he was like, there's there's one like 45 minutes away. He's like, oh, I can make the drive if you can do it. He's like, all right, let's go. He's like, good because you guys don't want to eat here tonight and put a special ingredient. Because he was fiending for them things too. He's like, listen, man. <laughs> and he, he even said it at the end. He was like, man, you know what? Just thinking about those little juicy burgers <laughs> makes you want to burn this motherfucker to the ground. Come on, Pookie, let's burn this motherfucker to the ground. <laughs> and it was Pookie. Always <laughs> name was Pookie. I bet you that was improv, though. <laughs> it might have been. I mean, uh, and then he was like part of Blackish. He was like a like. Right well, I mean that, that show. Yeah, that, I mean that was his show. Like shit. that was his show, right? Yeah, like yeah. he like he got that real. He got the big bag. Him and a uh, Haddish. Yeah, and uh, super bag doing that show, and uh, yeah, and I think they got like producer credits and writer credits and shit like that. Like they they weren't just starring in the motherfuckers. Yeah, 
Lawrence Fishburne is in there as well. Oh, word. See, I never fucked my sister fucked with Blackie's hella tough. She's like, yeah. he's like uh, he's like a shitty father, pretty much. Shitty, shitty father, shitty husband, you know, type guy. And uh, now he lives with him, and he's like, he's his dad. That's his dad. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just it's it's uh he's a good comic relief, like in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that, that that's a that's a really good uh series. It went for a while. Maybe what they was it? It. NBC. Uh, it was one of the major uh the major joints because that was you know like once you got into like the 2007 like uh I'd say like 14 even like that era it was like you know what I mean it became like ABC uh, that's what it was ABC oh shit okay Disney even yeah yeah oh yeah because that's crazy. Alex, that that's ish. Alex said hustle and flow that's another one man we're we're definitely gonna get that one going sometime because that's a really good movie yeah because i never actually sat through that joint too yeah oh yeah stranger but, but the catchphrase don't be hating don't be hating that's what it was <laughs> <laughs> don't be hating <laughs> ah that's just stupid yeah and anthony anderson he was the uh, he was the actor he was the juilliard actor but he had to had to be a thug for this yeah one. <laughs> Damn, bro! I haven't seen that shit in hell long, man. That movie was stupid. Yeah, he was in some good ones, and then so yeah, two thousand and five, Hustle and Flow, Hoodwinked, <laughs> and oh, shit, King, Hoodwinked, King's Ransom. Uh, don't remember that one, but then two thousand and six, another scary movie, Scary Movie Four, and The Departed. I mean, oh, he did the scary movie when uh, what's his name took over. I mean, number three, number three and four were when, uh, yeah, were when um, Keenan and all the Wayneses were gone. Yeah, that's when the studio took that shit. They're like, we're we got it now. Yeah, Marlon Wayans, he's got on Kevin Hart about that shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just actually, uh, yeah, I heard it on the podcast. Motherfucker, they take my shit. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, what else? And oh, Bake said uh, we talked about Big Perm. I mean, Big Worm. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Uh, what's his name? He's from San Diego. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Faison Love. Faison Love. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Talk too. Is he from the Skyline Brims? I think that's where he might be. Oh, from. word. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he's from the hood for sure. And you know what? You know what was a real? You remember the show Parenthood? It was yep. Robert Robert Townsend. Mm -hmm. cool. Man, that was such like a classic like TV show. How come that can't be found? Like, um, I mean, because a lot of those W. I mean, it was on WB. It was like that and Moesha. Yeah, and um, the Parkers. There was a fourth one because it was like a two-hour block of like that. And that was it. Might have even been the Jamie. You remember, uh, uh, unhappily ever after. Oh no, those were UPN joints. Yeah, and yeah, I remember Unhappily Ever After with the uh, uh, Bob uh, Bobcat, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, with the voice of the puppet. Yeah, <laughs> guys, <laughs> I can't do it. That's terrible. He's <laughs> like, that was his little shtick. Yeah, oh. and and then like you know, what's funny is I never knew until you actually pointed out. You're like, you know, that's just all in his head. The puppet, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I mean, what was her name? She had the rack on there when I was a kid. Uh, Nikki Cox. 
There you go. I have to point that out because I was a kid. It's funny because so the guy, the brother in there, that's uh, Kevin Connolly. So he's the one. In oh, Rocky, he's the one in Rocky Five. He's the bully. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the main characters in Entourage as well. And, oh, wow. uh, so through their podcast and everything, me listening to it, he said that he was dating Nikki Cox. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging her out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't be? She was the sec. That was part of the '90s uh, uh, sitcom uh, uh, structure because they were trying to mirror like a like another version of like a, a married with children. Yeah, you know I mean, you got the hot daughter, you got the fucking the disgruntled blue collar fucking uh, underpaid father with the stay home wife ain't worth the shit. Fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, see, it's crazy, and I, I guess son. Maybe it's hard to find this parenthood because it's parent space apostrophe hood. <laughs> but yeah, this shit ran for five seasons. Minus hood? <laughs> parent minus sign hood? No, apostrophe. Oh, apostrophe. Apostrophe right before hood. Yeah, parent. Yeah, they they went on for a cool a cool little minute. Yeah, five seasons. That's why. Yeah. That was uh yeah, that was UPN, right? At least that's what it was called out uh, my way. Nope, WB. Oh, so I had it right the first time. Okay. Yeah, Damn, yeah I, I, mean, I don't UPN. know about Moesha and all that. That might have still been. It might have been UPN, yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of those shows, too, would go from UPN or WB to UPN and vice versa. Could sell them off. Yeah. Like uh, the, 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 um, because to me, it was like Family Matters opened the door for those shows, right? And these yeah. were more like hood esque. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. What was the one? What was the one on Disney Channel? And they would say for true instead of for real. It was like a black family, but they were like hella whitewashed. Uh, it was like a, it was like their little family matters. Damn. Not the, be like, not, that's for true. Huh. Instead of saying like for real. <laughs> uh, not the proud family, right? Is that, is no, because that, that was a cartoon. Yeah, but it was it was uh, it was, re- it, was yeah, it was a live action fucking. Huh. I don't know when when uh, when was this? Is there the same era, like mid nineties, like okay. early nineties? I don't know. Wow. Yeah, they had a gang of shit. The rhetorical sins. That was like the white, it was like the white Southern joint, or Kentucky, wherever the fuck they were from. Yeah, because my little, I have a sister that's four years younger than me. So like, by the time I was like in junior high, you know, I mean, we only had still the one TV. Like she'd be watching all the joints. I'm like, I hate the rhetorical sins. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. When we finally bought another TV and I had the old TV in my room, I was like, hell yeah, bro. It's just changing now. It changed the game. Actually, I might have been like in the sixth grade when that happened. Like, yeah, I can't remember what year it was, but it was funny. I I, I got a TV. I got a TV. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I got a hand-me-down TV I for one of my life. here all the time. And then it changed the game when they, when I when we got cable in my shit. I was like, oh, shit, I got cable in my room. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I, it was either when I was seven or eight. Got a hand-me-down TV. <laughs> Pretty sure it was like black and white, but at least I could play the Nintendo on it without having to move back and forth from the living room to my room. Yeah, or like you know, what I'm saying you got like my my dad like six o'clock news would come or five o'clock, right? That was the news. Or actually, no, it was six, six o'clock news. Mm-hmm. Why when he comes home, he just I don't give he don't give a fuck what I'm doing. Yeah, turn that video games off, put the news on. And then at seven o'clock, it was the Filipino news. Oh man, Magandang Gabe, which means like, <laughs> or like, hello. 
hello and how are you doing or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, so way, way. there's about to be some blocks of time where you're not using Yeah. That. And then like, you know what I mean? When you were when I was a wee tyke and you could, I couldn't even touch those video games after that, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you played an adventure game, had like 30 hours on it, should take a year. I had to wait till the week. Shut it right off. <laughs> yeah, turn the light on. Turn the TV. When I had the TV, no, I'm right I was messed up is they didn't even have to turn it off. They could have just like unplugged it or whatever, still kept it on. <laughs> but like, yeah. uh, I mean, but the, oh, cartridge, the cartridge joints were dope back in the days because you could save your progress, right? Sometimes, I guess, just depended on what game it was. Well, but, again, yeah. Gen- Genesis was like that. Like they had, but we're, yeah, not all the games were like that, though. You're right. You had to play that motherfucker out. Yeah, it'd be like a ten. It'd be like a because they had like five hour adventure games. Yeah, I mean, like you know those the walk the I used to call them the beat 'em ups where you walk around beat stuff up. You get your boss and you get to beat the boss and get to the next level. And you got unlimited continues, so it's like so it's like you could just fucking you just play till you beat it. Yeah, Alex said uh, Uncle Buck, R.I.P. John Candy. Yeah, for sure. That's an old school movie. Oh yeah, Uncle Buck. That's a classic right there. Yeah. Yeah, John Candy was a dude. Cool runnings. Yeah. Classic. Man. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good story. I mean, I'm sure the story got embellished a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I'd say it's loosely based on that. Yeah. But that's one of those classic, like, take these dudes from this climate. Make them do this sport. Well, but they well, but they did do that in real life. I'd like yeah, I don't, I'm you know. about that's the classic story. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's the adverse. Who knows how good they actually the underdog did. story? Yeah, who knows how good they actually did? Like, I mean, it's not like they won anything, but listen, bro, you get black you get black folks in any sport that they're not in, and you they'll get good at it bro, eventually. But oh, that's yeah. what I don't want. Look at Tiger, bro. He was like, Listen, you don't know one plays golf like that. One well, like even that the whole sport is based on like the push start. I mean, like <laughs> if nothing else, I mean that's something that we learned from cool yeah, really- all about the push start. <laughs> and all <laughs> them were, I mean, three of them were track stars, right? Like mm-hmm. fast, fastest motherfuckers around. Yeah, like bro, I mean, in the Olympics, bro, Kenyans are always fast as a motherfucker, bro. <laughs> The Kenyans, bro. What? Hey, Sunka, you dead? <laughs> Yaman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was dead because he re- that used to kill me as a kid. You're talking about yeah, that talking about <laughs> you know Sanka smoked a lot of weed. And uh I mean that's what it was about. Like Sanka, what you smoking, man? <laughs> I'm not smoking, I'm breathing. <laughs> <laughs> it's that cold. They brought the weed to Canada. <laughs> you know I mean? And listen, there was in Canada at the Northern Lights. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? That's some good. That's some good out there back then. And when Darius breaking it down to him, he's like, "It's kind of a winter sport, you know." <laughs> he's like, "Oh man, I'm gonna take a hot bath. I'm getting cold thinking about all this ice." <laughs> <coughs> I need to revisit that. <coughs> that shit's hello throwback. We used to have this shit called channel. It was channel six on like the basic shit. Right? If you didn't even have cable, just regular TV, right? It was TV 36 is what they called it. And like, they would just show like old fresh Prince episodes. Like it was all syndicated shit, but then they would show movies. Tight. Yeah. And then like, um, it was like coffee TV 36. That was the network. Right. Okay. And they would, always, and they always had this, like, they had this reoccurring little like commercial that like, to, you know, welcome to your place. And then it'd be like, it was a song and it was a dog on a couch. 
and always be different kind of dogs. And then we had coffee, 36. It was just like, but it would always be like some random dog. Like, I don't know. I'll never forget that. But yeah, they would always, uh, they used to always show Cool Runnings and like Home Alone and like all, you know what I mean? You just show old movies on there all the time. Big Lebowski. <laughs> It's funny, stranger. Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Get on up. It's bobsled time. <laughs> <laughs> Did they place? No, because remember, so the first it was uh, yeah, three runs is what it was, and the best two runs uh, count. So one of them's a throwaway. And okay. so the first one they did real shitty. They was like they were last place, but then like the second one they were like hella high, like insanely, insanely high. One of the best times of the day. And then the third one was going to be the make or break, but then they uh, the whole bobsled fell apart. Because they were using the, they were using the janky ones that the Americans gave them. It's crazy because uh, remember I mean, he had the, the backstory on him, right? Like he had cheated before. Yeah. Yeah, he hid weights in the front uh, of yeah. the bobsled to make it go faster, and he had a come gold on. medal taken away. Come on. Yeah, come on, man. Dirty. You're already a big dude. <laughs> and you're in the front. Not back then. You saw him. That that was him. Yeah, he was a little slimmer. You're right. You're right. That was him in the afterlife. You got to just... Uh, nice. Peacock said he took a film class uh, in college on David Lynch films. Best fucking class ever. He said, now I want to break down David Lynch film. He's uh, one of my favorite directors because it's all trippy. Mulholland Drive, Blue Velvet, Island Empire, Lost Highway, uh, Wild at Heart, Twin Peaks, Eraserhead, Dune. Okay, I've seen Twin Peaks in my day. I haven't seen any of those. Yeah, that's the only one that, I, that I've... I don't even know who that director was. Okay, yeah, we got to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. And Bakes, he said, Airplane's a classic. Surely you're not serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, man, it's been so long since I've seen that one. I don't even remember much of it, but I know it's funny as hell. Alex said the Nintendo 64 Rumble Pack, hands down, GoldenEye set it off for Call of Duty. <laughs> Rainbow Six, Battlefield. Yeah, yeah. but see, I, for sure it set it off for them, but, but Doom set it off for all of them. Yeah. I mean, that was like the first, first person shooter ever, right? Yeah, my mom used to like take me to work like if I was homesick. You know what I mean? You just go. That's how it was. I just go with my mom to work, right? And she worked at Silicon Graphics and like it's a bunch of cubicles everywhere. And and they were, one of her her coworkers was like, "Here, let me set you up." And he put Doom on. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, you know what I mean? On the on the computer on the PC, on the computer, right? Yeah, where you're moving there, yeah. using the, the directional pad, yeah, the directional arrows and shit like that. Yeah, super Space slow party. graphics. Still couldn't get out of the way. <laughs> Still couldn't but, get sure. out of the way. But, but see, like it was super like crisp because you know I'm yeah. you know I mean we're over there. It's like this is the state of the art computers at the time. Silicon graphics. Yeah, like, those are like the shit back in the days. Like all Hollywood used them for all like the graphics back in those days, or at least at least a lot of the studios did. Yeah, hell yeah. Tina yeah. said role models is funny. That's a good one. I mean, it's oh, de- cool. I don't know, definitely not. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's an A plus or maybe not even an A, but it's either an A minus or a B plus. Because we should do bad boys. Um, one. Okay, I like it. Bad boys part one is the shit. Yeah, and see when you say My bad, because <laughs> uh, when I think of bad boys, I think of the Sean uh, the Sean Penn version. Oh yeah, the throwback. Yeah, What's that, in the eighties. Yeah, him and uh, uh, Elias. Um, what um, Lulu. Mm. It's him and it's uh yeah from uh yeah from uh yeah. what's it called pain and fool yeah can't yeah, even think of fucking, yeah can't even think of his real fucking name right now but yeah mm. he's in there 
That's his name. <laughs> down, down the uh, down the rabbit hole. That, that's a real that's a real good movie. I should okay. Say. I'm surprised I've never seen that because I always go down the rabbit hole. It's because super throwback, man. Like that was the one uh, right after he was Spicoli came that one. Let me see what year that was. Oh, I'll be right back. Take piss. 83, that's why. And Isai Morales, that's who it is. There we go. <laughs> Derek said John Candy cheated, right? Why'd you do it, coach? You already had the medals. You had it all. <laughs> I had to win. I had to win. Oh, man. And Alex said, I remember up watching the box, Poor Man's MTV. Hell yeah. And who else had, had the black box with all the pay-per-view channels, all the movie channels? Loved it. Cheeto, is Henderson a good start against Green Bay and half PPR scoring? I got Monty on the bye. Thanks. Uh, Henderson's a decent start for sure because Green Bay, they've been giving up Boutte on the ground to running back. So, yeah, Henderson should be a good play. Twin Peaks was a series. Okay. And Tino said uh, the box is fire out to you where, where you can pay to play uh, the next video, right? And Peacock, Nick Cage, Wild at Heart with the uh, Willem Dafoe. Dafoe's character blows off his own head and the shotgun. It was like, <laughs> seeing that. Oh, man. Nick Cage. I want to take his face off. <laughs> No more drugs for that man. All right. And what Peacock say, all the Lynch movies are trippy as fuck. He's a visual artist, musician, actor. His films are distinguished by the surrealist qualities. Nice. Cool. Uh-oh. Derek said, damn it, Deshaun Watson is starting on Sunday. Oh, I see it. I see the. I see the update. Let's see. We got a lot of updates in the last couple minutes. Let's see here. So Watson starting. Who are they playing? Arizona. Yep. Xavier Woods starting. Uh, Brian Burns. I mean, not starting, but healthy. Questionable to healthy. Brian Burns healthy. Frankie Lou Wu healthy. Von Bell questionable to doubtful. Uh, Dante Jackson, healthy to questionable. So there's a couple, uh, I mean, there's a bunch of Carolina Panthers, you know, updates right there. Um, dings to their secondary. So maybe this is more of a decent Minshew game than uh, we might have even thought before. Raheem Mostert, questionable to healthy. Uh oh, let's mm -hmm. see. Trade in the Debo League. Baker Mayfield for Gabe Davis. So this one's an actual trade, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the next two weeks, I'm just going to catch L's um, in the Debo, too, because I got so many uh, guys on by that I don't need. At this point, <laughs> I don't even want to risk losing anybody. So many people, like, sat their fucks against me, and so I wasn't able to get, like, anybody good um, in a few weeks. And like Zach, I kind of felt bad <laughs> about Zach, so I didn't even steal anybody from him because uh, he told he said before the week that he was going to sit everybody, and uh, he he put everybody on the bench. But when you put everybody on the bench, one hundred percent of the squad sleeper mm -hmm. refills it back in. Yeah. So <laughs> he didn't. Know that. Yeah, he didn't, 
He didn't, he didn't know about that, so I just I didn't even care. We'll we'll let him. Uh, I think the I mean the best player that I could have taken was uh, was Bijan, but I'm not like hurting that running back right Back's now. That's the homie too. That's just you know what I mean. If he's not the homie, for sure you're snatching something. Yeah, for sure. And he even I mean he even said before you know that he was sitting everyone like it was only like half his roster that was like filled in. Um, but yeah, <laughs> he definitely uh, he definitely escaped learning the hard way. I think his team's sucking over there anyways, so I don't even think he cares at this point. <laughs> the enemy of my enemies be my friend, so kind of you, you know what I mean. That's for sure. And Corbin said Demarcado or Charbonnet to fill in for Devonte by. I'll just go Demarcado because yeah, horrible matchup, but Charbonnet, we just we have no idea. He's just not getting a lot of work or anything. One Nation, I need two DBs out of Rudy Ford, Pinnock, Tony Adams, Taylor Britt, Hobbs, Love, Jamal Adams. Um, I, love. I, I, I do like the uh, – yeah, yeah, I like Rudy Ford, but he's kind of fell off the last couple of games. I think he's hurt right now too. Isn't he? I think so. Look I think – it's, it's between three guys. Uh, oh, fuck, man. You got Hobbs in there also. Is Hobbs – is he back yet? I know he yeah. was back yeah, for a while. Been, yeah, he's been back for a couple weeks. and He only, but, um, yeah, he, he only just gets like 15-point games. Yeah, right? yeah I, need to, I might have to Rudy Ford in some spots. I need to look at it myself. I Let's, knew he was banged up. I don't know if he was in danger of missing the game. Uh, well, I just don't think he practiced the first the, this uh, last year. Yeah, in, in, that's in danger. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Packers injury report. Uh, so okay, so I got it wrong. So Wednesday did not practice, uh, and Thursday limited practice, and then we got no uh, news right now. And just got an update that Damian Pierce and Robert Woods both expected to miss this game. Yeah. So make, the make, some, make some moves with uh, with Damian Pierce. I'm not saying pick up Singletary, but just make moves knowing that you're not um, going to have him this week. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Singletary is like a fringe flex if you're in a bind because he's at least going to get some work. And, you know, on a, on a, on, with a, four teams on a bye, that might be something – might be something palatable. Uh, excuse me. Uh, did Pierce officially go out? Crispy. I say probably wasn't going to be. Oh, man. Chuba has been named the starting running back by the Panthers. It was still like a 50-50 split, though. So even though he's the starter, quote, unquote. Well, 50-50 split in, like, snaps last week, right? But then I don't think he – Miles Sanders got any touches. But also because I also heard they were trying to trade him. Yeah. there's. I mean, there was – Minimal touches to go around in their backfield last week, though. Okay, and I mean, just Chuba's just working better, and it's about it's about trying to develop this rookie and give him in a run game he could he could stand on. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Some type of run game because to simulate <laughs> what a fucking NFL offense is supposed to look like. Yeah. Because I'm okay with it for fantasy purposes. Just throw it all at Thielen. Just all the time. Fuck it. Yeah. <coughs> Let's see. Oh shit. Drake London has already has been ruled out wow. for the game on Sunday. Mac Hollins, Van Jefferson, fucking any DFS fucking smashes right there. Man, I'm glad yeah. I Glad I made that Drake London trade <laughs> this morning. It was just sent to me also. It's not like I could play Kirk, uh, uh, Christian Kirk this week, but I can't play Drake London this week either. Eye for an eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder uh, how serious the world. And what did uh, I hope Taysom comes through for me? Waller out there. Jawana Man Johnson, just you better just hope he's not really in the mix because then it's like, cool. You're all good. And has he even been in the mix? He can't, I think he came back last week. Or is he coming back this week? Is one last week? I think he came back. He didn't really do shit. I mean, Foster Moreau and Juana Man Johnson both played more than him. Oh, wow. Just like every time Taysom plays, he's like he's not doing tight end things. <laughs> yeah, the play is like around him. It's true. I mean, I know he got one reception, but yeah, those guys are out there blocking and stuff, so they're just out there more for that reason. For Taysom. And uh Bakes, I'm glad I didn't ask for London in that Jefferson trade with Kidda. Yeah. Who knows how long he's gonna be out? Maybe it's just yeah. one thing. Who knows? Maybe go go double back and try to get London for the low right now. <laughs> All right, it's uh, it's ten o'clock. We've been rocking for uh, like two and a half hours, so we're gonna get up out of here. We'll be back for FNT around one o'clock, and then Silver Screen breakdowns. Just be on the lookout somewhere between five and six. We'll be starting, and we're breaking down the harder they fall. Netflix original, so go check that out now. And yeah, it's gonna be just me and Bogey tonight. So we need the chat extra lit. Um, knowing about this movie as well, it's on Netflix. So go watch it. In the meantime, super super dope movie. And uh, Bogey, let them know. You already know, man. Bogart Sky Free. Check me out on all streaming platforms wherever you consume your music. And uh, yeah, week nine, give me money. Yeah, and real quick, some news just came in right now. Uh, so anyone who's still watching with us, you get some of the insight. Aaron Jones, still wearing a red no contact jersey. That's not good. And Quay Walker and Rudy Ford not practicing. Okay. All right. Make adjustments. Yep. Make adjustments now. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out. Peace. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Here comes the. Here comes the.